So foie gras is, well, just in case you ever have the opportunity to eat it, uh, foie gras. It's delicious. First off, yeah. let's lead with it's delicious. Okay. Yes. Now go ahead. And it's actually <laughs> banned in multiple states and countries is they force feed through a tube these geese, right? Like they have no, they, their oh. life is sitting there getting force fed, like tube down their throat, force mm. fed, and their livers become Monsters. super flavorful and fatty. And that's what they use for foie gras. <laughs> so it's kind of fucked up. Damn. It's illegal in a lot of places, but it's very sought after. Yeah. That's super fucked up. <laughs> Welcome to the John Sandwich Show. <laughs> Can't believe it's look like Bane anymore when I'm going to be talking. <laughs> swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. That in it's a scam. Oh, oh, oh. Did it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me, made me feel things. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Beautiful. Three, two, one. Welcome to the John Sandwich Show. <laughs> welcome back to the John Sandwich hey, Show. Hello. You know, I, I used to go to uh, the Carlisle Room in Seattle back when everything was still open, and they had it there. Last time I went, they took it off the menu, so I guess there was something to that. Yeah, I'm surprised they even offered it here and figure right. that shit would get shut down quick. Well, what happened is we talked patrons. about it. We talked about it like a couple months ago on a podcast. I'm sure that got out to our millions oh, and yeah. millions of fans. And then the word got out. Now nobody wants it. Thanks, John, man. Oh, you're welcome. Man. Yeah. Hey, you know, you I, I, I'm just doing I'm just doing the man's business. Hey, I eat veal. And a, lot of, and a lot of people are very against the veal, but I eat it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had veal. That's good. Well, have you ever had lamb? I'm sure it is. I've never had lamb it is either. Rather lamb like. Yeah. Well, what's very is interesting it? is if you order veal at a restaurant, you might get some weird looks, especially on a first date, right? But if you order lamb, no one gives a fuck. But it's the same thing as veal. It's just a baby sheep that gets killed like yeah. pretty much before they're even able to walk. Right. You know. So yeah, just order the lamb because you're not going to get any weird looks. I've always wanted to exactly. try the lamb, uh, grab the lamb shanks that are at Costco, mm -hmm. but I, I wouldn't know what to do with them, so I just haven't, I've never dared yet. Just cook them up. Fry yeah. them up. Well, they're, you know, maybe I'll have to cook you guys up some lamb. Mary hates it because she doesn't like the smell because it smells very gamey. So she, pr imagine, she so. pretty much won't let me cook it in the house because she just fucking hates the smell. And therefore, she hates the smell, so she hates the taste, so I never get to cook it. So maybe like one of these pods, I'll, I'll cook us some lamb and eggs for uh for breakfast before the pod one of these times oh yeah and i'll bring i'll, I'll bring some uh some uh moose liver Be yeah. delicious right exactly. on a cracker for you. you guys could try it it's good yeah so so before we started the podcast you were talking about pate and i i missed the conversation because i was getting a beer what was that all about oh so i last night i cooked up uh so i, I did an amazon fresh order restocked up on some beer um i got some corn for the mexican corn i was gonna make uh some uh chicken wings and then i saw i don't know how i stumbled across it but i saw like uh it's it's like a pork and something else mixed together i think it's pork and chicken liver mixed together into a pate so pretty it's much like a, a hot dog yeah you put it on a plate cut it up spread it on a cracker it's really good it's, it's pretty close to the far gras so I guess like you get you still kind of get that taste, but not that uh, not the guilt. It's definitely not as good. Yeah. But 
it's uh i mean it did just fine the kids hated it i made each one of the kids try it did not like it whatever more for me <laughs> yeah. uh i it, it is it's an acquired taste i think but i i, I like it nice Nice. Very nice. I've never been a big pate man, but like freaking, uh, this is like one of the when I started getting older and expanding my palate. This is one of like the first things I ventured out to try, just kind of this kind of stuff, and it's just really it's stuck with me this whole time, you know. And you feel like a little richy rich while you're having it, so you know, nothing wrong with that. And yeah. I made, I made the bombest freaking uh, Mexican corn last night. Yeah, freaking, and I can't wait to for you next time we have like a party. Mm-hmm. It's off the cob. I, yeah, I just used yep. just straight up frozen corn. Yeah, fried it up in a pan. That's the way to do it, man. Uh, then I just, yeah, put all the mixings together. Yeah, um, so it's it's got a uh, cojita cheese. I yep. think is what I use this time. Yep. Uh, that one that went over fucking perfectly. Yep. So I had that in there. Uh, all my seasonings, paprika, mixed it all in, threw the yep. corn in there, stirred it all up. It's like all just nice mayonnaise cheesy yep. corn that's how i make oh it at God. home when i'm that's how i make it at home when i'm not trying to impress anybody yeah yeah it's good dude no no it's the in my opinion it's the best way to eat it is the way you you make it that's how i make it at home but if i'm trying to impress somebody i'll put i'll make it on the cob especially during yeah. like you know barbecue times you know because people yeah. people like really, the gym, uh, you know it's impressive but yeah I, yeah I prefer the way you make it that's how i make it at home so the last two times I've bought chicken from um, uh, Amazon Fresh, which I don't want to to freaking um, denigrate their company or anything, but I've opened them up and they've smelled like rotten eggs. Eat so it's up. been like, yeah, it's been nasty. So I I had to I've had to dump chicken twice this week that I got from them, and then run over to QFC and pick up other things. But at that point, why don't you uh, just run to QFC? Right, right. I guess that's what I'm just going to start doing now. It's in the name, uh, Quality Food yeah. Company. So I went there, and their chicken was quality. We ended up div having chicken wings last night. Oh, um, yeah. I believe you guys have had my wings before. They're pretty good. Yes. So, yeah, baked them all up. Came out really good. Wonderful dinner last night. Congratulations to me. Awesome kind of job, Eric. I ended up working last night, too, till like, uh, I think we finally clocked off at 1230. So hopefully those days are done as well. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, because nice. uh, I'm glad we decided not to pod last night, because it would have just been like, uh, come to a point like, nah, I can't pod at 12.30, man. That's that's too late for me. Yeah, All right. that's yeah too late. you're going to have Stevie Joan. So yeah. hopefully, uh, for all the listeners out there, I've switched job titles, still at the same company. I've moved over to another department, though, and hopefully the hours, I mean, it sounds like I'm going to have my evenings and weekends back which will be lovely and that equals more potting time more content for you the sandwich eaters out there it's going to be great yes. that's what the sense that's what the sandwich eaters want man they want more yeah man. or less i don't know <laughs> Ooh, and i'm glad let us know if they wanted less i'm glad we're potting so early just speaking of, i'm sorry i'm going to turn this into a big cooking podcast today uh i had just like the craziest cravings for uh Bolillo bread. I don't know if you guys have had that before. You can't find it out here. It's like the Mexican bread, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a roll. Yeah. Um. So I'm like looking all around for it. I can't find it anywhere. So I'm totally going to bake it later and see how that comes out. And I'll let you guys know the next podcast. Hell yeah. Cool. Nice, man. Do it. I got my, yeah, uh, there's nothing. But there, uh, since we're talking about food, I got my sourdough starter ready and up and up and fed. So Ooh. yeah, I love sourdough. Yeah, so it's a, 
It's uh, smells all nutty and beautiful right now. Ready nice. to be baked. They say there's nothing, there's nothing more therapeutic than baking bread, and I, I found that to be true the last couple times I've done it. It's yep. really, uh, <laughs> it's really centering. I would say. Yeah, you know, yeah. through this whole like sourdough starter that uh, you guys know, like how to make a sourdough starter, and like what it no. entails. All right, so it's pretty much like for five days you get like this bread, water, or flour, water, and yeast and stuff, and you you're letting everything ferment. You're letting the good bacteria eat the bad bacteria, and it's like a five six day process, right? And and eventually it will get to where now the the sour the good bacteria overtakes the the bad bacteria, and now you can start just feeding it every day or once a week if it's in the fridge. It will it will the good bacteria will eat all the bad bacteria, and that's where you get the sourness from, right? Um, almost like you have a pet. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a pet sourdough uh, roll right yeah. now that I feed once a week because it's in my fridge. And then I, I realized, like, as I was doing this, it's like how kind of wasteful it kind of is because you're pretty much just you're sacrificing half the sourdough every day, throwing it away or whatever, right. and then you are feeding it more flour and water every day to get like this awesome sourdough start that's going to taste amazing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but it's fun, you know, and I can't wait to get my first, my first bacon. That's I'm probably going to get my first bacon tomorrow of seeing, seeing how Sweet. like this is going to turn out, but it's also a long process. It takes like five, six days for everything to get ready. And then once you are yeah. ready, you have to feed it 12 hours before you use it in like, yes, be room temperature. And then you have to get all your other ingredients. You have to put it in like this special bowl. And then you have to wait another four hours and they have to let it like sit in the fridge for like two hours. And it's like, it's a long process just to get a fucking loaf of sourdough bread. For sure. That makes me, that makes me sound like a pussy now. Like freaking, I'm a, like, I've only ever done, I'm going to do the bolios. Uh, I've only ever done French bread. That is like about a four to six hour process, you know, and like waiting for the bread to rise. But nothing compared yeah. to sourdough, man. Wow. That's like uh that's a commitment right there. That and I, I heard it's worth it though. I heard there's nothing yeah. better than actually having like real fresh sourdough bread that's you know made in small batches like this. So I guess we'll find out. We'll see. When's that gonna be ready? Um I'm gonna try and bake it tomorrow. So tonight I'm gonna get I'm gonna feed my starter and then let it sit out overnight, and then tomorrow. I'll get the dough ready, let it sit for like four hours and then two hours and then another couple hours. So tomorrow night for dinner, I should have a, a loaf of sourdough bread. Nice. They say, they say to never name your starter because it'll be that much harder when you have to actually bake it. So that's good. You have to keep things. What do, you, do people yeah. name their starter? <laughs> I hope not. Clyde. Like, ah, uh, you named it. Now, when it fails, you're going to be even more sad. Pretty much. I wonder but, how long the bacteria can keep, keep alive like that if you just keep kept feeding it. I wonder if anyone... For, uh, forever, man. <laughs> forever? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, if you, keep, the, if you keep feeding well, your... Like, there's no shelf life on it. If you keep feeding it every week or every day, like, however you're doing your starter... Like, there, there's different ways. If you keep it in the fridge, you have to feed it once a week. If you're keeping it outside of the fridge and always having... 
um like if you're baking like three times a week you keep it out of the fridge and you feed it every single night you know there's people with like 50 year old sourdough starters or they're i guess at Damn. that point they're not a starter but the sourdough thing you know yeah so monstrosity yeah pretty much so yeah that just lasts forever man i'm gonna the, the this uh what i have now assuming i don't kill it because i neglect it i could pass it down uh-huh. to, to somebody it could be could be in right. my will you know <laughs> <laughs> you don't take care of this sourdough loaf i guess it's starter as long as the uh the good bacteria is eating the bad and freaking yeah i guess it would never rot would it yeah crazy that's yeah, pretty fun it's interesting man yeah it is let me look up the oldest running you should uh starter. eric you should you yeah, should start start your own sourdough starter since you're still at home working from home and everything you have time to do all that stuff yeah. you should you should look up a little bit into it and, and see about making your own man you, you might be uh yeah you know, not like you need another pet or something you're responsible for but you know it, it might be a little fun distraction I could stick it in the beer fridge too. Wouldn't it be wild stuff come down and find like beers missing because your starter's been drinking them? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, no kidding. So I don't know how old this is, or I don't know how true this is, but eBay is full to the brim of a hundred year old plus sourdough starters Damn. that are only like ten dollars, six dollars. Really? Five dollars, 180 years old. God damn, dude. But I don't crazy. know how true this is or what, but well, it's just like everything, man. You can't trust the internet. Yep, Etsy and eBay, they have enough bread, sourdough starters. Unless you saw your great great grandpappy make that fucking bread, you don't know it. Yeah, six dollars though. That's hilariously low like they're not even trying to get value out of that they're just like please get this off of me <laughs> yeah no shit right <laughs> i am tired of feeding this child <laughs> yeah right it's pretty much a child it's like the child that never grows up and always lives at your house right the slow right, and hurt. he never gets a job <laughs> you just feed it and feed it and feed it and feed it and it just never stops yeah so i uh like a boat with your money so other than like these awesome food stories that we have right now what else has been going on this week with you guys uh i got on a mobo for my for vanessa and uh it doesn't fit it's way too big and girthy so i have to send it back that's what i was going to do today is put in the mobo motherboard and add the cpu and shit i think it's gigantic like it's as big as the case i had no idea and i'm pretty sure that's why it was on sale on newegg uh-huh. because it just doesn't fit in most cases gotcha you're, you're able to but get yeah. it in there and hooked up and everything no no oh, i have no. to send it back <laughs> oh, okay yeah, that's and this weekend I'm gonna finally clean my car. Nice, because Sweet. it's disgusting. Sweet. I went camping and now it's just filled with dust. Oh yeah, that happens, man. And mud. I still have dust from last year, last year's Jeep runs that I went on. 
I was like, ah, eh, it's part of the Jeep now. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives it character. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, with your 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 computer build for Vanessa, are you still are you planning on having it done sooner than later? I know last podcast you were saying by like a couple months or whatever. Is that still on schedule or is it ahead of schedule? How is that? Yeah, I think it's still full speed ahead. I, I can just uh, replace it with something else. Something probably cheaper. So that'll be easier and I'll probably add a little something extra nice. to the order. Get the full thing going. She's gonna have like a she's gonna have a better computer than I have. Because it's all gonna be modern stuff. Yeah. And a lot of my components are pretty old now, so like it's amazing how much uh the the computer parts just advance, you know. Like something two years from two years ago is just biscuits compared to something you can get for a relatively cheap price yeah nice like those thousand dollar intel cards do just as much as the 200 dollars ryzen cards these days like ryzen just destroys the old intel at like a fourth of the price it's crazy it makes you wonder like how they even make money these days, like Intel. I think yeah. it's just like just those big business contracts. I don't know. Now, are these Ryzen's? Are they any less reliable or or anything like that? Or Not are they really. just like strictly for gaming? Like, if you were doing like a big, huge podcast studio, would you want Ryzen or would you want Intel? Is like there is there certain applications you would want the Intel for versus the Ryzen? Yeah, uh, for stuff like using video editing stuff, you'll probably want the Intel because they're, from what I understand, they're designed on Intel computers. Like most business machines do have like mass-produced Dells or whatever. None of those use Ryzen. They're all made on Intel. So that's why they could charge so much because like all these big companies are making shit for that specific processor yeah they have the luxury of being an old company they have the contracts they have the in with so many things but like if you're gonna buy your own you can get a thread dripper from a amd that's 64 cores put that in your uh like server or something and use that at way less of a price than say intel sweet deal just i think it's be i have no idea why it's why it's cheaper but as far as i know they're pretty reliable and i think one of the other things is they get a bit hot yeah there's a bit better uh heat transfer when it comes to intel Mm. but other than that it's just i mean but the thing is they're so cheap negligible they're so cheap though if they do shit out on on you in a year well it's about that time to upgrade anyway so might as well just grab the newest latest model you know yeah yeah if you're making a single computer definitely go for the ryzen or the amd like it's just going to be cheaper you're going to be happy with it and you're going to save like up to 500 bucks well aren't like these modern gaming consoles they're all amd and ryzen stuff anyway right now right 
For the most part, yeah, because it is such a good deal and you're not like trying when you're someone who's not trying to get like 500 computers in your business, then yeah, it's perfect. Cuz you have it's I think it's more about convenience for big businesses than anything. Like they want something pre-made that they could just buy and put in their thing and have it link up super easy. There is something about pre-made though. I do know, like, there, there's a lot of people out there that just wants a computer that works for the reason they bought it without having to, like, build it. They're just like, all right, oh, yeah. I bought this awesome computer. It works for exactly how I need it. And, like, some people don't want to put in the time. Like, I'm a lazy yeah. son of a bitch, man. Like, I like I know if you really wanted me to, I could fucking build a computer. I just don't want to, like, to be quite honest. Like, I'm yeah. fucking lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to buy something that works. Like, right. Like, mm -hmm. I got other shit going on. Like, if it's like, like you, John, you're like, you're, you're passionate about building computers. You like doing it. It's not something that, like I really care to do because yeah, I got to mow my fucking lawn on the weekends, <laughs> you know, and shit like that. So it's like, it, there, I, I guess the, the market is there for both. Like, I, I'm glad, yeah. I, I'm really glad there's a good indie market out there for people that could build their own shit and build it exactly how they like yeah. it. I, I'm also glad, which you're not disagreeing with, so I'm just, I'm just making, I'm just fucking talking no, on my ass, you're going. you know, but I'm also glad there's yeah, a market that's... out there where people could just buy something pre-made, of course at a pre premium price, but it works just how they want it to work. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's basically Mac right there Yeah, is you get it pre-made and you can go online and be like, look, dude, I need 64 cores. I'm going to be doing some heavy lifting on this computer and I just want it to work. And I need like 64 gigs of Ram, which is ridiculously mm -hmm. high. And they'll just be like, okay, here's the monitor that encompasses the yeah. computer. And you just put that anywhere and your expert can go in and get whatever the fuck they need done, done. Yeah. And you know, that's and why I kind of, you like, know, Mac yeah. is that premium price because it's, it's right there for you immediately. You know, and like yeah, that's yeah. that's something you need sometimes. Not to start like a PC Mac war, but that's what I really like about Mac. And the, like PC people, they really hate yeah. hate Macs. But that's what I really love about it, man. Is like you get a Mac that is really awesome at video editing and and audio processing. Of course, you could build a PC, but that Mac was built just for that. So it's going to run perfectly for what you need it to be running. You're not playing games on it. You're not trying to like download porn or anything on it. You have a computer that is perfect for what you want yeah. it to be, you know? Hell yeah. I'm not yeah, trying to start like no war. Oh, uh, no, no. I, I'm one of those people who think uh, Mac and Apple totally have their place in yeah. the market. It's like the whole government uses iPhones because they're secure and they're all similar and they're all well-made. And yeah, it's a premium price, but you get premium service on it. So I, I sure. used to... I, I feel, oh, go ahead, Eric. Oh, I, I feel the same way just as far... When I was younger, I was definitely more of like, yeah, PC, fuck Mac. Uh, but just, yeah, I mean, there's something to say about the convenience of it. Like I used to be hardcore Android as well, but now... Like fucking, I went iOS and I haven't looked back. So, I've definitely uh, uh, did a fucking U-turn on my opinion of Apple products for sure. I think there's definitely a place for it. There's just something to be said about the convenience of uh, 
yeah. these devices. Well, that and the right. Do they gouge out money with accessories? Yes. <laughs> but but they, you're also paying for products. Yeah. You're also paying for, in my opinion, a reliability. Like I've had my iPhone for like two and a half, three years, and I have never had an Android last that long on me. Like ever. Like the this this my yeah. iPhone is still like running at peak performance, I feel like. And I've never had an Android work that good. I had like, you know, Google's flagship phones. I've had Samsung's flag flagship phones. And like within a year they're junk and I need to get rid of them. Like this Apple phone, mm -hmm. like I'm going on three years. I, I'm actually probably on three years with, I'm on the eight, whatever that is. I got the eight when it was brand new. So whatever that is. But, you know, it's like, it, it's a reliability yeah. thing with Apple that I really appreciate. Like, I don't like having to always upgrade my shit because of like flaws or like something's broken like all the time. Like if I buy a phone, I want it to work until I want another phone. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. That and I, 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 I that and I kind of come, I kind of compare Apple to Disney. Like Apple always pays attention to the detail. Like their user interface is fucking genius and lovely and beautiful. Like even from the color transitions, when you swipe up to like go to your main menu, you could see like the, like the, almost like a frosted effect on like your applications and stuff and all the colors on it. It's like their user interface, like their attention to detail and everything is amazing. Versus like Android, you swipe up or whatever to get to your notifications or whatever. And it's just pr practically like a line, like an, a whole new menu. Here comes the new line. Like Apple's transitions are like very yeah. nice and good looking. And, you know, I, I just yeah, compare it to the Disney, you know, the, the attention to detail is amazing. Yeah, it's different, uh, like, just philosophies of how you should make a product. Yeah. Like, part of Android is they they want it to be as universal as possible. They want they don't want to be making all the apps. They want other people to come in and make stuff for them and then own that stuff, you know, like the Microsoft model, you know, mm -hmm. the Google model. Uh you put it under this umbrella and you let other people create it. Whereas Mac is like, let's really create our own thing. And yeah, you don't get video games and stuff on Macs, but well, you do nowadays, but just That's not nearly not as much. But with that, you can really take your time and create something that's very specific to your umbrella, but it can, it can do a lot for you. And, speaking yeah. of which, speaking of Disney, how do you guys feel? July 17th, back in business. Dude, if I could get the time off, I'd go, man. Honestly. Did they announce any kind of rules as far as, like, are there going to be full capacity? Oh, no, no. Definitely not full capacity. Uh, their hotels are going to be reservation, non-full capacity. It's, it's definitely going to be limited. So, like, even if I wanted to go July, I probably couldn't even go. Um, For sure. And I, I imagine, too, if, like, they're doing distancing and lines and stuff, it's going to be even longer to get them. Yeah, I, I think they're doing a, oh smart, a smartphone queue. Okay. Yeah, so the queues will all be, like, smartphone-driven. Um, they got rid of, like, in Disney World, they got rid of the, the smart band or whatever. Do you, do you guys know what that is? They pretty much gave you this watch, yeah. and that, that had, like, all your information in it. Um. 
like your fast pass information and everything. It was just like this RFID watch that you could download all your stuff to and you just you go up to the kiosk and you know swipe your watch there. So they're moving everything towards smartphones, like smartphone queues, smartphone um like fast passes, like everything you know, just to um take down the like the waiting in line and stuff. Right on. Cool. I'll be cool with that. As long as the towers can handle such a endeavor. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you're in Disneyland and you're trying to browse the internet, you don't get fucking internet because you have a thousand people just two feet away from you trying to do the same thing. Yeah. But you know, they yeah. just upgrade it because that would just be more of a thing. Just more bandwidth to use up. You know, we'll, we'll definitely see how it is. Uh, Disney. You know, I think kind of like what we talked about probably like a month or two ago, Disney was the first to shut down. They're the last to open up. Like they are definitely learning from all these other theme parks mistakes. They're learning from state government mistakes on how they opened up. Um, you know, so I, I think they're going to do it right. Like Disney does not like having bad publicity. So however they're going to do it, yeah. they're, they're going to do it the right way. They're going to make sure that like their guests and their cast members are as safe as possible while reopening, you know? Mm hmm So. Yep. I trust them. For sure. Yeah. You know, I, I, I trust, trust Disney too, man. Right yeah. Things. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to do yeah. a good job, man. And I'm looking forward to, um, hopefully, you know, late fall, early fall, or maybe late winter next year, like going back to Disney. Like, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, I will go back to Disney. Like, within like these next eight months <laughs> unless we get shut down again you know yeah well we'll see what happens people seem to be yeah, pushing like uh all the numbers seem to be climbing back up again i don't know if this is uh i don't know if you could call this the second wave or just still the the same one i don't know i think we're still in the first wave man yeah like to be quite honest like we're not in, we're, we're not in wave two yeah, like wave two is not yeah. going to hit to like September. You know, I I don't want to sound like pessimistic or anything right now, but I kind of feel like another shutdown is going to happen probably in like late mm -hmm. August, September, maybe like late September. Like I, I think they're going to have mm -hmm. to do it again. Like especially, you know, sports are coming back and pe like sports hasn't even like started up and people are testing for Corona. Like there's a bunch of people in like the the – baseball organizations that are testing positive you got you know a few nfl players that were reported reported uh, testing positive you got basketball players and it hasn't even started yet you know these these sports leagues haven't even started yet and they're already testing you know positive yeah. so like i i think it's only a it's matter crazy. of time you know before like things get shut down again are the american people gonna allow that i don't know I heard another WWE superstar tested positive for Corona, but I don't know who it was. I didn't click on the link. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, th I think mm -hmm. it was one of them that like is more of like a background talent performance. Uh, okay. Performance center talent. So I don't know if you'd even know who it was. I was uh, scrolling through my Twitter Ouch. feed this morning when I got up. Oh, yeah. Fuck him, right? <laughs> I scrolled through my Twitter feed and they were uh, they were doing some um, some video on the big Trump rally today. It's pretty crazy. It's like a bunch of people out there just tailgating in the parking lot, partying it up, no masks on. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. 
Well, this, could, uh, this could potentially be a disaster. <laughs> well, uh, another spike in Ohio, it sounds like. Yeah. You know, I heard Florida's doing pretty bad as well. Uh, Arizona's doing family, terrible right now. Uh, my family hit me up yesterday. I guess masks are mandatory again down there. I, yeah, they say like just a simple thing like wearing masks everywhere uh, could improve the matter. I don't get what the problem is, why people aren't uh adopting it like freaking i remember going to disneyland specifically like in the 80s and you know you had like a lot of uh asian customers there you know from more of a i don't know from where but like more all their disneyland in the 80s wearing masks and it just seems to be like i used to think like oh man i'm crazy like what the heck michael jackson why are you wearing masks here but it's like um, i'm just not they, used to such they, a yeah they knew something we didn't man and it's like, why is it so hard uh, with this Western culture for people to wear masks? Like, what is the big obtrusive deal, I guess? Like, you don't have to wear them in your house. Just when you go out and about, it's, it's a gonna fucking conspiracy. You. Yeah, I guess there's that. <laughs> they're, just, they're just trying to get us to do things and just erode our freedom. The Democrats. <laughs> trying to make money off the map. have been doing that for this the last 50 years in other countries we've just never seen such a thing yeah it's crazy dude some people are nuts yeah i hope like uh, they I make hope i hope ahead. we can make it through this dark patch in uh in human history hope we i hope we all make it out alive man it's kind of scary agreed so since we're kind of on the subject, I, I was going to wait till a little bit later on the pod. I was going to wait, but John man's waiting to <laughs> talk about Corona. Talk about something. <laughs> so was, uh, like he's ready. I, I've actually been thinking about this last week and, and I'm not going to say it's bothered me at all, but it got me thinking. All right. So Eric has asked me this multiple times on this podcast. About me being a trumper. About me being a trumper. <laughs> and I want to know, like, why Eric is so, like, why he keeps asking me this question, why he actually thinks I'm a trumper. Because we've known each other for, like, close to 10 years. Years. Yeah. And, and, by the way, I would have never thought in a million years that you would be a trumper until we started this podcast. I think it's more that you like to keep the conversation going and poking and like you're definitely you you're like to poker. work both sides you're yeah a poker. you're a poker i'm a poker so i would say yeah i would say <laughs> oh yeah i see you more as that than i never seriously took you for a trump supporter there's no way you can be it's impossible but you know you have asked me that <laughs> multiple times on this podcast I to, to I, oh, I, I think uh, almost to the point to where like I'm, I'm actually starting to think that you believe i am a trump supporter <laughs> I think it's my reverse poking back to you is what I'm doing. Is it? I don't, I don't actually, yeah. I don't actually think you are. Okay. I, I, I was just curious because I, I, I was thinking, I was like, man, this is like the fourth time he's asked me this. Does he act like, does he actually believe I'm a Trump supporter? Because like, <laughs> usually you're not much of a poker, which is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, I am a poker. All right, I will be mm -hmm. full. I, I will 100% admit that I, I will take a side of a side that I don't agree with just to poke it and get some answers yeah. and some clarity on someone's opinion. It makes good radio. 
Yeah. So I, <laughs> right, I, right. I just wanted to hear your, like your, your actual thoughts on why you thought I might be a Trumper. That's all I was asking. I'll, I'll admit, I, I think I went home once uh, from one of our podcasts and I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to like sound like a freaking conspiracy theorist, but I think John man might be a Trumper. I think that that has happened once. <laughs> yeah. a trumpeter. I will admit, he might be a trumpeter. <laughs> I was ready to break in your house and look for like any kind of red hat I could find in yeah. here. <laughs> Paraphernalia. Yeah, it, it, I'm gonna prove it. You know, I um, uh, but also with thinking like that, you know, like thinking this last week about being a trumper and everything, it's like it, it got me thinking. Like I'm also not really. Like, I'll be the first to admit that I don't like Joe Biden as a Democratic nominee, right? And as our presidential hopeful, the one that's going to bring change, right? Uh, and, I, and I'll also be, like, one to say is, like, I'm kind of tired of people lowering their values just to get Trump out of office. Like, I think that's kind of bullshit. You know, like, let's lower our values so we could get Trump out of office. Like, we are running against Trump right now. And I feel like that's a dangerous, dangerous business that we are going through right now. It's like, oh, we will, we will nominate anybody except for Trump, no, no matter what their situation is. And then I think, I think it's borderline bullshit. And I also think it's a little bit bullshit. It's like, you know, this, this guy will be a stepping stone to the next election. So it's like, okay, so we're going to hire someone that has no business being in office just to get rid of Trump and just to hope that after his four years are done, that we're going to get something better than either Trump or Biden. It's like, why are we lowering our values so fucking far down that we can't see what's actually going on? I think, uh, the, it's so clear as to kind of what this election is, right? Just, if you could look at the, the vast majority of the ads running right now are not pro Biden ads. They're more, negative trump ads than anything else so it's not really this is what joe biden's going to do da, da, da. it's all ads attacking trump so definitely that's like the platform that we're running on like right now probably joe biden could just keep himself out of trouble and not do anything and he'd probably still be good to go because it seems like it's like scandal after scandal negative press on trump we could probably win on that alone um having said that i think the most important thing I fall on the other side of this argument where I, I do feel the most important thing is getting him out of office and not giving him four more years. Uh, I'm not that big of a Joe Biden fan either. I think it's unfortunate that he got the nominee, but you know, it is what it is. I think uh, we just now it's got to focus on getting this guy out. Well, I do agree that I Trump, anyway. Trump does not need to be in office, but a lot of what I'm hearing right now is like, we are voting for the best candidate to beat Trump. Right. And I think if you had the actual best candidate, he would have beat Trump. He'll beat Trump no matter what. So why are we like trying to elect someone that's maybe more popular or has a bigger name? Like you could put fucking anybody in there and they'll Mm. beat Trump. And I think we're setting ourselves up for a dangerous game. So I think we're setting up ourselves up for a dangerous game to where Trump does lose. And we have a really, really shitty or a, a possible shitty Democratic nomination. And all of a sudden, 
like people aren't going to stand for that either. So we're just going to have eight years back to back of really shitty presidents. And, you know, they're going to go back to whatever. So we're, we're setting ourselves up for the best of two evils. Does that make sense? And then all of a sudden from here yeah. on out, we're going to be going through, well, which one is less evil than the other one? Instead of actually digging down into like their actual cores as a human and what they're actually going to do for this country, we're going to start picking, well, which one is the worst of two evils? Like, like ever since Trump and Hillary, it was like, oh, well, which one's the worst of two evils? Now it's like, well, let's get Trump out of the office because Joe Biden might be a little bit better. And then, you know, yeah. four years from now, well, which one's the, which one's not as bad? Like, us Americans are lowering our values so fucking far down that our political leaders that we are electing do not deserve to be there. Well, the first thing I thought of when Biden got the nom was uh, he's going to need a hell of a running mate because uh, Joe Biden, another thing to take into account, he's not, is he isn't really a, a spry chicken anymore, you know, like he's, he's up there in years. Uh, he looks a little better now. I remember when he first started getting out there, he kind of looked a little worse for the wear. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, they could probably change my opinion of what the situation is with a, with a fantastic running mate. I think, I think that's the next step. I, I heard he's maybe about a month away from choosing somebody. Yeah. It better be someone great because like, like I hate, I don't like to wish any ill will on anybody, but you know, maybe like if he picked someone like super fucking awesome and maybe like he wasn't fit and like didn't have the health to run, like he'd have to resign and then his vice president would have to like take over. I wouldn't be opposed mm -hmm. to that. You know, let's get Trump out of there and maybe like I'll almost die in office and have to resign. If he picks Barack Obama, it's over. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Is that <laughs> even allowed? To I don't know. That'd be awesome. Though. I'd take Michelle I Obama. Can. I'd take Michelle Obama, man. Yeah. I'd take Michelle Obama for sure. Dude, that, that'd be crazy. It could be anyone then. Yeah. That's my two so political sense for the day. I hope they're smart about it and we make it out of this alive and healthy. Yeah, you know, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. It is definitely a, uh, it's a weird climate we're in right now, man. To be quite honest, mm -hmm. like I, you know, I don't know, man, it, it's tough. Like I've been a little bit down lately just because like of everything that's going on. Like we're in 2020, mm -hmm. we're still talking about basic human rights. We're in yeah. 2020. We still can't figure out a political system. Uh, we have people are saying, oh, all you have to do is vote. All you have to do is vote. Apparently that's not fucking working. Yeah. You know? All these people go on vote. It's still not fucking working. You know, it's uh, also it's a and a lot of these re Republican-led states they're like closing down uh, voting offices and stuff. It's going to be even harder to vote this November. I mean, these Republicans are smart, man. They know, like, fucking, there's some shady shit going on right now, and it seems like voter suppression is going to be a big issue in November, which is yeah. going to really suck. Like that's one thing that's got me really worried. If yeah. people can't if everybody can't get out there to vote, like what can we do? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's really a depressing time, man. Like I think everyone's 
uh, mentality right now is is very is super tense. Mm-hmm. They like they have like everyone has all these emotions going on. They've just been quarantined and they want to get out. But if they go out, they yeah. have the possibility of getting sick or ridiculed for wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. You have like all like you have all these tense situations right now. And I think people are just on like super edge right now. And like we don't have a yeah. leader. Like I like we do not have a leader at all like locally federally right now that's going to like talk to us as people people as a whole every single american doesn't matter race color uh gender or you know who you like to fuck we don't have someone Mm -hmm. there that's going to say hey we're going to get through this all together and we don't have that and we need that Plus, you know, the guy at the top of the pyramids really stoking the fire. Like, we could be looking down the barrel of an actual, like, civil war one of these days. Like, fucking all the kindlings laid out, dude. Like, it's just going to take one big thing to light that match. And fucking that that could be some scary times. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I've been, I I wouldn't say, like, depressed lately, but I've been down lately. Just Mm because, like, the shit that my wife had to go through to even open up. And before that, being 80 days unemployed, the the borderline lack of state government to help her, the lack of resources, just like everything all together. Like, yeah, I guess, you know, it's a pandemic. It happens, you know, not very often. But, you know, like we vote these people into office for these situations and they fucking failed like the system has failed us dude did you hear that story like i I don't know all the details about uh house committee members and senate members dipped into that fucking uh the small business money and that's why it ran out so quickly yeah that fucking bullshit well that and you had multi-millionaires that billionaires for that matter that have no business even applying for that applying for that shit you know, like our system is fucking corrupt. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> I just had to get a few whole... things off my chest, man. Cause like, I, right. it, it wasn't just you call me a Trumper. It's just like everything, everything like our world right now is fucked, man. Like I do not understand like why, like some of my best friends are people of color or you lesbians or gay like some of my best friends are like that that have different views a different colored skin a different um ways they like to live their life and i'm fine with that and i just don't understand how people are so fucking small-minded they just can't be like hey okay whatever you know yeah right this affects me in no way so yeah exactly weird (laughs) it's a strange way to live then you see like all these videos of like fucking people being all dumb and racist that they post online all the time and just like like all these karen videos and darren videos and just people there's been a lot of karen videos these days just people being like we're just yeah people being mean did you see that one lady that yelled the you know what word 
And then some, uh, oh, Eric's gone. Yep. Uh, some, uh, may I say, uh, portly white woman just turned around in the swiftest of moats swiftest of and just clocked that lady right in the head like six times pretty hilarious eric you look like a vcr on my screen i do i don't know what's going on sorry guys we're having a little bit of uh technical difficulties hopefully they hand themselves out do i sound do i sound okay say they're coming through they're coming to get (laughs) us they're trying to do that was perfect. Yes. They're trying to silence me is what it is. They are trying to silence you, man. Silence my voice. You would. You... Uh, I would like to say a little thing about uh, the whole policing issue that's going on right now, which I am completely not anti-police. Uh, I have a lot of family members that are in law enforcement. It just seems like there's like a new incident happening. Like this whole thing with like, all these protests are like about police brutality and like, it seems like the police answer to that is more police brutality. And like, you're hearing about people getting accosted and some people dying and stuff every day. It's like, Jesus Christ, how hard is it? Can can we go like one week without (laughs) any kind of police abuse or murder? And like, you know, just see how it feels like try it on for, try it on. (laughs) See how it feels. It's not that hard. Yeah. I've gone, I've gone fucking a couple decades on the on this planet without murdering anyone. It's like it's not that hard. Just don't do it. Well, I, and that's all I have to say. I, I think some of the the problem might stem from, for one, they're they're a heavily unionized group. Police officers are, yeah, and they have borderline immunity for any of these cases. Yeah. Um, and their job is to fill in the gap of like how like of risk assessment like their risk assessment is to their better judgment and their better judgment is wrong some of the time sometimes it's right but i think what's the problem is is like their risk assessment on how lethal they could be and how forceful they could be is against their judgment and that's a little bit of a problem but they also, the problem is, is like yeah. not every situation is the same. So you almost kind of have to leave it to their hands and give them the benefit of the doubt on how to assess sure. the risk. Mm-hmm. And the problem with reform is how do you do that with keeping police officers safe, keeping the community safe, but also being able to assess risk rationally and to be able to like, if, if you have someone coming at you with a knife, or a gun, like what is acceptable? Well, do like, how do I handle this situation? Mm. If it's caught on video and you see just someone, like maybe he dropped the gun, but the cop shoots him, and all you see in the video is an unarmed man chasing a police officer, you know, like our reaction time isn't that, that fast. You know, so it's really hard it's a really, really hard situation. You know, like we do need policing in our country, sure. in the world. But it's how do we get to a point to where policing versus brutality isn't 
is taken care of, right? Like, where do we draw the line of our police officers making the best judgment they can versus they're just being a fucking asshole? Does that make sense? Totally does. I think I come from an unfortunate, and I don't know if this is like, nature or something i picked up along the way or or if i'm just because i'm a minority this is just how we're born i've always had a, a fear of the cops like i don't know what it is like and the i've only had ever had a couple run-ins like through my teenage years and stuff like i've never been pulled over i've never gotten a ticket um the only time i've ever really had run-ins was when i was a young lad and then you know just getting into shenanigans that young kids get into and like it always seemed like the cops were uh assholes at the time so like i've had always had this fear maybe that's why i keep my my nose so clean these days but yeah i don't know like i even remember when i was a kid and like just being like not just in the passenger seat and seeing like a cop car behind us and just having that fear like i don't know i don't get what that is do you feel like it's fear on both sides like the fear of you as a passenger let's just say it's not you just anybody as someone getting pulled mm-hmm. over and the police officer pulling someone over like there's fear on both sides and there's unknowns on both oh, sides sure. right like you don't know sure. who's in the car and the police officer doesn't know who's in the car you don't know if the police officer officer is going to be super aggressive so you have like fear on both sides of the spectrum and like it, it, yeah, tensions are probably definitely high on both sides. Like you got to figure, anytime a cop has an interaction with somebody, he's got he's like putting his life on the line. You don't know who you're pulling over, like fucking like anything could happen. Like I totally get that. You know, because there are bad people out there, like fucking mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter the color of your skin. There are some bad fucking people out there that just don't give a fuck about life at all, their life or anybody else's. Yeah. Um. But there's also some police officers that don't give a fuck. But like, you, like now we're like kind of entering into a situation to where everybody hates cops, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that just makes the cops' job that much harder. Because how do they pull someone over when they know that the person they just pulled over hates them that much more? And now it's just that much True. more tense. True. Like we're we're, we're getting yeah. into a point to where. You know, the general public hates cops. Cops are afraid of the general public. But, like, we're in this, like, endless loop of of fear. And that's where we're at, is, is fear. And that's pretty much what it is, is fear. Mm-hmm. Fear for life, fear for everything. And we need to get past that. We, we need to do yeah. a better job of making sure that that stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, and the first step to that is stronger leadership that makes us feel like everything's going to be okay, I think. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, exactly. And, like, having true reform of, like, you know what, maybe, like, routine traffic stops, like a fucking stupid blinking light, maybe shouldn't be pulled over. Maybe shouldn't have a quota for pulling people over over a broken taillight. You know, maybe, like, only serious, you know, like, drunk driving if you see super erratic behavior, you know, okay, pull them over. But like the, like, yeah. I, I think it's, I don't know. I don't have the answers, man. I'm not a fucking politician, but I, I, I do think like the underlining problem here is fear on both ends and some really yeah. bad fucking people that chose to be cops 
just to be bad fucking people. Yeah. Of course. They're ruining it for everybody, you know. And yeah, on the other I, side, I saw this one good thing. Uh, yeah, stop being a dick. Yeah. Uh, I saw this Everyone. one thing online yeah. that I was like, maybe, maybe that has something to it. I don't know if it's the right answer, but uh, it was like, maybe we shouldn't have the people who pull you over be the same people that like sting drug dealers and stuff like that. Like instead of a cop pulling you over for speeding, can it be like a mediator or someone who like is training to be a police officer, like a full on police officer where they walk up to you and they don't have like every thing in the arsenal ready to blap you and has a fucking like just looks straight up tactical and shit pulling you over. I I got pulled over yesterday for my tail lights and the dude had a tactical vest, the you know, the glasses on, the mirrored glasses, a hat and everything looked straight up like SF special forces guy walked up to me just to tell me my lights out. Mm-hmm. Like is that overkill? Well, a little bit like, because usually, so do you know how many drug dealers get busted through routine traffic stops? You know, it's most oh, yeah. of these people are, it's routine traffic stops and you know, drug dealers get busted through them and like DUI people, like people driving drunk. Sometimes the cops don't know they're drunk. They're just like, Oh, routine traffic, stop, traffic stop, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I, I do okay. agree, you know that maybe you don't need that 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 vest on all stops like if you're just doing like the speed trap you probably don't need that full arsenal yeah like yeah can it be like like it it was just someone asking the question like can we have like similar i know everyone always does this but like there are like in Europe, there are these like traffic officers that are like more like mediators and stuff that like yell at the drunk people or like go to the bars and uh, tell people to stop and like pull people over. And then there are the specially trained tactical people. Uh, could that work? Like where like the person who just stops you doesn't isn't on as much edge yeah i mean it could isn't like but close you, to the you, you have to think a little bit we are a different place because yeah. we we do have guns in this country we have I, a lot of guns yeah and guns are very good at killing people in an, a blink of an eye mm-hmm. but it's like can there be some kind of separation where you're not constantly talking to someone who may have gotten to a shootout a week before and probably doesn't want to do that again and is on edge and is very much like watching you. Like, I always, uh, I always forget about this, but I did get a, a traffic ticket recently and I, I never think of it like that because I was never actually pulled over. Um, just one day I got a citation in the mail and in there was just like, uh, I was driving in Linwood and I guess I did a rolling stop somewhere. And in the citation, there's a little link you can click on, shows me in the car driving. 
I didn't come to a complete stop at a stop sign, kept going, like fucking allegedly. Like the, allegedly. But they had the video of me there doing it. Like, so I was like, it's not that much money. I'll just pay the fine. Like, done deal. Easy peasy. I think more stuff could probably be handled in that way. You know what's yeah, fucked up like about people that? People complain about tra- like speed traps and stuff. Like, would you rather talk to a cop? Or would you rather just get it in the mail, 60 bucks, and be on your merry way? Well, right. that's, I mean, the whole photo enforcement thing, for one, that money that you're you're billing to is not even going to the state. It's going to somewhere in Arizona. So, Oh, really? Yeah, Dang. so think about that for a second. And it's, it's, going and it's borderline illegal. If someone doesn't catch you doing something wrong, <laughs> then you're not doing it wrong, right? Like, that's the whole mentality of so America. So it has to be a human being catching you for it to be a I crime. Mean, at, at what point are you going to stop being surveilled by the government? Like you put in traffic cams and all of a sudden they see everything. Okay. So now we're going to put traffic cams everything on the street. So that's bad. Everything that's going I, I on. I guess, on the street. I guess if you want to be monitored 24 seven, seven days a week and that's fine. I'm not on the street 24 seven. Okay, well, I'm driving well, on a where does you've it stop? Already, like, where uh, does it stop? You've all by driving on the road, you've already given up uh, certain rights, which comes up with like traffic stops and stuff. Like, you have to maintain certain standards to just drive on a road. Dr- the road is not like your own home, you know. You're yeah, like. My- It'd I think be worth it to just have theory. a speed trap instead of yeah. cops I and pre- shit. I preferred the way my thing was handled. I would rather have done that than have to deal with an actual cop pulling me over, I think. So I, I agree with the way it was handled in my situation. Well, fair. fair. Yeah, like, I feel like I'd we could use technology to help us out. But a little bit of the problem with yeah. that is, like, once technology starts helping us out, technology will just be everywhere. And it will just be a matter of time before, you know, your Skynet. your car with your OnStar just gives you a ticket automatically in the mail every time you speed. That's uh, they put these things in actual cars so it can it feeds it right somewhere <laughs> so you it could tell when you're speeding somewhere and just bleep bleeps you a ticket. That'd and it's just up, only dude. a matter of time before, you know, every single car has. The car just prints the ticket right out then in yeah, there. Yeah, you know, ex- exactly. <laughs> what we should do is just make cars automated. Then it's never right. our fault. True. That would be True. ideal. Tesla's working That's the on next that. Step. Right? Like, bill it to Tesla. Shit. That'd be crazy. Like, if you got... Well, I guess it has GPS on, like, Google Maps. and Like, even Google Maps tells you what the speed is, so... But, like, if your Tesla just malfunctioned and went 70 and a 60 and you got a ticket, could you, like, hand it off? Yeah, that's Tesla's problem. You think? Yeah. Like, I... Is there a case there? I would love that. Yeah. I mean, I guess if if the car's not driving... If the car's driving itself, you know, like, that that's a... That's a software issue. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Build that to... Elon Musk, he's got the money also. Yeah, I think so. He's got the cash. He has funding secured. But like with your point, John. Speaking of, did you guys watch uh, the launch? 
did lo- the watch first the commercial launch. launch. Yes, did watch. That, that. was awesome. I was. I was. I was excited. Did you have that moment of like fear right when it was about to launch? Oh, absolutely. Where you're like, oh my God, what if this is like another, you know, like Challenger? Yeah. I, I'm horrified right now. I can't watch. And then it starts and it just starts going up and you're like, yeah. Yeah. Did die immediately. I really loved how like it kind of looked like a early version of Star Trek. Like everything was touch screen. Everything was yeah. all automated, like fucking. It it looked awesome. The suits, yeah, exactly. Everything was so cool. cool, man. Everything was so. The cool. suits were actually designed by a Marvel uh, suit designer for the movie. Isn't that crazy? Oh, really? That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because uh, all of the suits that they showed over the showcase on SpaceX, uh, they were all of like these perfectly fit mannequins, you know, like a cool 180 pounds, and then. They look cool, and uh, you have the actual pilots who are, like, in their 40s who have been flying planes for decades, and their shape is a little more portly, and they just look like massive soldiers in the in the suit themselves. I just thought that was pretty funny. Eric, you got some notes there? Oh no, just some paperwork for uh the kids' school. I gotta I gotta uh scan it a little bit later and send it out. Nice. Yeah, we're in a new school district now, so if they go back next year they'll be going to uh well one of them will be going to a different school. Oh really? So yeah, just getting them enrolled. If uh if they're doing live school this year, we'll see. We'll see live school yeah, see what the fall holds in our a couple future. of years ago they wouldn't even they'd be like as opposed to what yeah that's crazy are they even learning anything or are they just like doing what we do when we're at work where we just kind of wander around the house as someone talks on the phone a little bit of both so right now we're making them actually they hang out in their bedrooms until their schoolwork is done. So like, it's not like, it's not a virtual situation where they're talking to, I think uh, they have weekly meetings with teachers. So it's not every day, just kind of like weekly check-ins. And then they have like a certain amount of work that can get done. Trent is a little more hands-on. He needs me to like walk him through all this stuff. Uh, so yeah, it hasn't been too difficult yet. Like the kids seem to be, getting good grades as far as the information they're retaining that i mean that remains to be seen we'll see how this works out hell yeah dude with that uh so with your new job are you looking at any like buku bucks uh you're maybe thinking about pulling the trigger on the old oh yeah now that my job now that my job is secure, I'm going to uh, pull the trigger on a new car. Um, so next time I ride up to the, the sandwich headquarters, I should be in a brand new automobile. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No talk about any kind of financial increase, but I imagine um, when the reviews come in for this next one, I could probably... Uh, I could probably improve my financial situation a little more, I bet. Yeah. 
When I got moved over, they gave me a 2% increase. Oh, that's cool. They're just like, you're moving over, but take this opportunity to bump you up a little. Just a little. Just to keep nice. you... Keep you happy. Keep you, uh, yeah, keep you happy. Keep you energized. Yeah. Keep you jazzed about the new operation. Hopefully they do that. Yeah, I'll see how it goes. I'm going to be wearing a couple different hats over there, so I imagine they're going to have to give me something. Shit. Right. New and improved products you've been doing. So, yeah. Sure. Pretty much. I got this uh, presentation I got to make. I got to make a PowerPoint for the first time in like a decade. And it's just, it's literally what I did in like high school where you make a PowerPoint and uh, talk about yourself. What do you like to do? What do you do at your job? Uh, what do you do for fun and stuff? And I got to present that to a hundred other people and just like, wow, uh, high school got it right. Like they knew. <laughs> I thought they were just bullshitting here, but I'm actually doing this. People like, still right use on PowerPoints? You actually got it. Yeah, apparently. And jobs do ask you to stand up and introduce yourselves. That's funny. And talk about your life and personal information that you wouldn't otherwise talk about. Yeah, I get that. Just point. play it. Yeah. Play an hour of your uh, of your Twitch videos. Be like, this is what I do, motherfucker. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> this is who I am. I'm a gamer. We gamers are a proud race. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> gamers are particularly racist. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Eric. That's right. Yeah. You live in King County right now. And now you have the yeah. same privileges as everyone else over here in Snohomish County. You were on phase two. How does that make you feel? It doesn't feel any different. Uh, I think I'll feel a lot better when I get a haircut. That, then it'll feel real. I yeah. Think. Yeah. As soon as I get a haircut, I, as soon as I go out and get a nice meal that was cooked for me by someone else that I've never met, uh, I'll probably a lot of the depression I've probably been feeling lately will probably just melt away and I'll be like, we're getting back to normal again. We'll see. Getting back know. to it. It's close we'll though. See. Yeah, it is pretty close. I hope things level out again. We'll see what happens. I mean, good note, good like news, it. at least in our state, like all the, all the new cases are on the East side. Not mm -hmm. so much over here on the West side. Yeah, I heard they got hit up hard up north and stuff, like conservative town up there. Heard their their numbers are starting to spike. I guess kind of makes sense. Seems like uh not to not to uh be I guess it wouldn't be racist, but seems like conservatives seem to be like the most prone to not wanting to wear masks. Well yeah. I mean so we'll, yeah, see what happens. Look at their leader. Their leader refuses to wear one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there is that. I mean, it just held yeah. a rally and no one was wearing a mask. So everyone out here in uh, where we're at seems to be wearing Got masks. my Henry Clausen. When I went to QFC, everyone had one on. I had one on. Yeah. Seemed all right. It's our right deal. I, I take it off as soon as I get in the car. Yeah, so do I. I'm definitely pro mask, though. I mean, I've been wearing one for yeah. fucking 
fuck weeks Ugh. it's nice. like yeah. it, it's, it's gotten to this point to like you know when you get get off work a long day and you're like man i just need to take off my shoes for me it's like man i need to take off yeah. this mask <laughs> right. i can imagine it's like having it bra on you're just yeah. Ugh. I couldn't imagine having it on for hours a day. That would definitely suck. Oh, it, it definitely yeah. does. I I see where people come from when they're like, I I can't really breathe, and it's like yeah. sometimes I I can't really breathe as well with it on, and I can't even imagine the three hundred pound woman that's saying that how much she can't breathe because they yeah. probably need a little bit extra oxygen than I do. Yeah, three hundred pound woman is what like needs a, who needs it the most though. Yeah, right. For real. That's the ironic thing, isn't it? That's yeah, crazy. like I, I have a hard time breathing without the mask. Like I have I have bad season, seasonal allergies. Like I just have bad allergies, period. Um so I still but I still wear it, you know, like I, I have yeah. terrible fucking allergies. I can't breathe worth the shit without the mask. And you put the mask on and still can't breathe. But I still wear yeah, it so just because you know can't breathe or can't breathe. Yep. Well it, like my my viewpoint on it is is if this is what's going to restart the economy and get my wife working to the point where she's able to work like consistency consistently like every single day and not have to worry about getting shut down again like this is what I have to do like I I will admit I didn't You'll wear a it. mask while she was in quarantine up until about two mm-hmm. weeks before um she's she was going to get ready to work. And before yeah. then, like no one wore a mask anyway, so it's just kind of like it's it's a mute point. At sometimes, you know, when no one else around yeah. you is wearing a mask, then to be fair, they were saying like, "Oh, don't wear masks. You don't need to wear a mask." Yeah, the government said that. Yeah, but <laughs> so you're like to be fair, they told you you didn't need to wear a mask, so I don't think yeah. anyone really wanted to wear a mask. Is she required to get tested often or anything like that? Like, what are the rules? No, she's not required to get tested often, but she's required to temperature check every single day. Yeah. You know, like, uh, monitor Customers her. or herself? Herself. Oh. Mo- monitor her own sy- symptoms, and she has to change her mask after every single client she does. Yeah. And then she has to sanitize after every single client. Um, her guidelines of like staying open are, you know, that of a surgical room, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, she right. has, she has she to change swab up. She has to change her schmock. Like she has to change everything except for her clothes. Like every single client, like the clothes that she's personally wearing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, it's a lot of laundry, man. It is a lot of laundry. <laughs> that is for sure yeah and you know she so she wears like what eight seven eight nine ten masks a day you know might need another one because my hair is long so is mine and i wanted an actual i kind of want an actual good haircut uh this go around so yep. i was thinking of calling mary uh i would like not $6 call her this is good I would not call her. I would uh, I would just online book and just do the online booking. Yeah. That's what's easier right now, to be of quite course, honest. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I told Vanessa to do that, and I think she texted her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You use the front door. <laughs> That's her business." <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean, it's Thank crazy, God man. You didn't hear me. It's crazy, you know, life we live right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was thinking, it's like, fuck, man, like, I was in Disneyland last September, and it feels so far away, and I guess it, it's inching closer to be like being, you know, a year away. There's like the amenities that we used to love and have and do and enjoy, and just like the friendships and the, the, the togetherness and everything, <laughs> just like how life changed within like three and a half months is crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I really do. I really do appreciate everybody around like this country and around the world that is like found, found inventive ways of sticking together and working and doing all that stuff. But it's crazy. Like e- even with this, even what, what, we have going on right now it's still like a challenge sometimes you know i mean because technically i'm drinking alone right now (laughs) you know Ah, discord doesn't count as alone yeah but you know it's just like it's uh it's amazing like there is light at the end of the tunnel and it's amazing how the people that want to take it seriously and the people that are willing to make it work in these type of situations have. And and that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. It gives me hope that like companies were able to, you know, have you guys work from home. And it gives me hope that a lot of people are probably closer to their family than what they ever were before, because now they have zoom and all these other companies be like, Hey, reach out to your family. And like, since you can't go visit them the once a year, people are talking to their families more. So there is, there has been a little bit of upside to this whole thing. Yeah, there might be some light at the end of the tunnel. We got we got to look towards the positive, not so much towards the negative right now. I think keep things moving. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy though. I wonder how history will look back on this. Like, will it be probably just be a footnote that in 2020 there was the coronavirus? Well, I, I, I guess I'm interested yeah. to know what what's going to be in the history books for 2020. Everyone was super excited for the new decade, and it turned out to be shit. Yeah. Well, I, I so guess it depends on who those happened. historians <laughs> quote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. If they quote the right people, uh, at least somewhere in the middle ground, and not fully Donald Trump, because they quote Donald Trump, oh, the Chinese fucked our economy. Oh, we're getting it back together. Nothing ever happened. The end. Yeah. Nobody died. Yeah. I mean, we're halfway through the year. I'm sure before the year out, the year's out, 2020 will be like, go down in the books is legendary. Something taught to in history classes one day. As it should, man. And we'll say, I was there. And I'm going to use it as an excuse when I'm old. (laughs) You know, as this year should go down in the history books, because we have... A global pandemic that's wiping people out. We've had a new civil rights movement with Black Lives Matter. We've had murder hornets. Murder hornets. We've fucking <laughs> Kobe Bryant, man. So Kobe Bryant died uh, in 2020. Did you know that? Yeah, it's crazy to think about, man. Bad. Like some of the most legendary, like one of the most legendary basketball players ever died this year. And it's almost forgotten. Sure. Seems like a lifetime ago. 
the fucking yeah, black mamba like himself already... you know mm-hmm. yeah that sucks man that really puts a damper on like your year like even if it was the only thing that happened that year just kicking you while you're down yeah man yeah. it's like this year didn't start off good with the black mamba dying man it just fucking yeah, there's all there. this like just cold war going on with like r- sanctions and shit and information warfare and stuff yeah it's gonna be a pretty a pretty like the 20s i think are gonna be a pretty big chapter in sure. the future history books i agree man we we have politics divided like they've never been divided before yeah. we have a historic got- pl- presidential election coming up yeah you know, China and India are going at it. North yeah. and South Korea are going at it. Shit's brewing, man. We'll see. We'll see where this all goes. What's crazy is brought to you by the John Sandwich Show, <laughs> right? Those are all like old rivalries too, and they're still yeah. happening. Like yeah, shit yeah. that's from like fifty years ago in the fifties and sixties. Like India and China, they've always been kind of at each other's throats. And obviously North and South Korea, and it's still happening. Yeah, two the year two thousand was twenty years ago. It's like get over. We're still dealing with this shit. (laughs) Do you guys think we're still dealing with like Afghanistan and India hate each other? Okay, what else? What else is new? Do you guys think like no matter what the spectrum you're on, with twenty twenty and the coronavirus and politics. Do you feel like people will come out more like quotation marks woke because of this? Do you think like people will actually like sit down and think a little bit more about what's actually going on? Or do you think it'll just be a mute point? I hope so. Like hard times build tough people, you know, as they say. And like great times kind of build weak people. And I think maybe it's starting to peak. Like we had some great times. I know a lot of people say we didn't, but it, we kind of did have some great times in the 90s in some places. Not every place in, like, the early 2000s for the most part generally, but, like, it's starting to come back around where we have to deal with the problems that we've been putting off for a little while, and it's time to, like, actually go forth and get this shit done. It, it feels like the plot of The Dark Knight Rises where we, we did have a, a big span there of peace times. Like, freaking, and then now we're, like, we're living in the Bane part mm-hmm. of, uh, of our time here. Yeah. I think that's what we're they going say, through. Like, history is made in a few months. Like, you, you'll have years and decades of good times, and it just takes, like, a couple of years for crazy shit to happen. Yeah. And it'll last only for like a few years and then it will sure. seemingly go back to normal for a little while, but then go back to it. This so seems like a big deal. Made a, a lot, a lot a of shit hit period. us. A lot of shit hit us in a very, very short time period. So it seems like that much more of a, a like an M. Night Shyamalan twist or something. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck's going you, on? you know, you could like almost kind of think about this like um, if you want to look at history, like the Roaring Twenties, right? The Roaring Twenties were great. America was at its peak. And like you could say at the start of 2020, 
America was at its peak. People were living, they were thriving, and all of a sudden, something happened and destroyed everything. And we went through like, you know, World War II, we went through the Great Depression. Like that's almost kind of repeating itself, like history-wise. I mean, like if you really think about it, like even Rome has fallen, you know, we have to fall to pick ourselves back up again, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully this is like that fall because we are still in like Great Depression era economy-wise. You know, interest rates are all low, all-time low. No one's gonna buy a house right now unless you're crazy because you don't know if your job is secure next <laughs> month. You know, yeah. like we are at yeah. low high, like the highest economic disaster since the Great Depression. Maybe even worse. You know, we have a pandemic. We have civil right movement. We have all this stuff happening in 2020. You know, what I hope for is maybe we'll have like that, that big boost up in 21, 22, maybe by like 25, like we have like a real American worldwide unity between one another. Maybe 30. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It might take a long time for that to happen. But, (laughs) you know, what Elon Musk needs to do is just send his fucking shell to Mars, start colonizing that shit, and get people to realize it's not about Earth. It's not about what's going on on Earth. It's about what's going on other places. And, like, let's figure this shit out. Let's get off this Earth. And and let's, let's focus on the bigger picture of humanity instead of like yeah. our small little individual lives that we take part in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that most of our problems can be solved by colonizing space, which for some reason is not going on right now. Yeah. Well, it is going on now, but it wasn't going on for a very long time. Well, we and still haven't landed on the like, moon, so. Yeah. It's going somewhere though, which is more than I can say for like the last from like 2000 to 2015. It is going somewhere. Nothing happened and they shut down the shuttle program and everything. And it is going somewhere. Thankfully for the private industry is taking it somewhere, you know, mostly because I want to be the one that explores. When they ask for like, we need regular people to colonize. I'll be like, yeah. So crazy about no uh, about the last the last uh, space launch we, we talked about 10, 15 minutes ago. Um, a couple of my buddies that I play board games with uh, through Discord on tabletop games. Um, you guys know Wendell, right? The, oh, you have that. You have tabletop simulator. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! Well, we need to do a podcast of playing board games. Oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, Wendell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I tabletop simulate all the time, and then so anyway, he like he's brought me into like his his group of friends, and a couple of them work at NASA, and one of them was actually take like he, they took a picture of the control room, and he was like front and center in the control room, like one of the main people, like helping with that launch, Whoa. and like the other one was like an engineer, and it was like so cool to get their perspective on this on this space launch because they, they're both working it right now. It's like, man, like I'm a nobody like That's talking sick. to these people. They're like, it's <laughs> fucking awesome right now. Like talking to these people that just helped launch this SpaceX adventure. 
you know, like a, a, a new frontier for fucking space life for America, you know, which is pretty cool. Hell yeah. Doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. We're meant to be out in the stars. Yes, sir. We're meant to live among the gods. We were born it's here. We're meant to die here. The Earth is just another spaceship, and we need to make more spaceships. That we do. That we do. Eric, I'm a present. When people say that, uh, fucking, like, we have problems here, so, like, let's solve them here. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was like, kind of. So uh... many things can be solved. I was kind of per- oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, perusing through your show notes that you had. Are 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 uh, you still good right now? Everyone's still good? Yeah. I was perusing through your show notes that you sent us today or yesterday. And I noticed that there was a new candle company that oh, was making a yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean candle. <laughs> and we all know that Eric had yeah. a terrible review about the last one he bought. I did. My we daughter know, sent yeah. me... My daughter sent me an ad. I forget what the name of it is. They have like a Captain Jack Sparrow lookalike guy, and he's there with the candle. And these uh, are the tales of Captain uh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. I went and I looked Something. at all the reviews. Everyone's saying it has that bromine smell, but the other place said they did too. So I don't know who to believe. I think I these are fucking to, bots, dude. Right? Do I dare to dream again? Put my heart on the line again. I don't know. <laughs> How much is the candle? Is it another thirty dollar candle? If it is, I'm out. But yeah. I might give it. A, I might give it another look. I, I didn't check the price. Maybe we'll see what happens. It's worth the joy. I think. Yeah. If it does work, it's worth it. Yeah, you know, like it's worth the heartache. It, it kind of is because I, I need that. I need that smell because like, yeah. there's nothing better than going into like Disneyland proper, like just walking through Main Street and having the smell. You have the corn dogs, the cinnamon from yeah. the, the churros. You have like their cakes that are making up and like the cookies and whatever, you know, the Jolly Roger, whatever the fuck they're making, their bacon and shit. It's like, man, I would love to have that smell in my house 24 seven. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, dude. It's like I think that's that was the hardest part was that that cape to me signified escape, I think. Escape from my everyday drudgery. I would be able to turn this candle on and have it take me the the smell. You know, smells are very powerful things. Smells have memories. Yeah. Um oh yeah. To have it take me away from the drudgery of everyday life and I was really hoping to feel something like that and it just didn't happen. So Maybe, maybe I'll do it, buy it, and do another candle review. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Should give it I'm a give, go. I'm giving it a lot of thought. Say that. Yeah, I mean, and I say do it. You know, if any of our listeners out there want to give us some great recommendations on some like actual authentic Disney smelling candles, please. Mm-hmm. Like Twitter us, yeah, you know, us at the John please Sandwich. Do not hesitate. Like, please, like we will buy that shit because we love Disney that much. Okay. A lot of these, uh, the smells that they pump out in Disneyland are artificial anyway. What I was reading, they like they pump out mists of smells like in certain areas, uh-huh. you know, to get like your your palate going to get you hungry again. So it, it is possible to 
duplicate the sense like it is. So I, I guess I just got to find the right one. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe we should look. Do they have Disney branded smells? That's, do they? Uh, no, I'm, I'm asking you. Do they have Disney branded oh, smells? No. I've, I have no idea. It'd be interesting to Google, though, for sure. Because if they did, like, if Dis- Disney puts out a project that says Pirates of the Caribbean or Walking Down Main Street, you know it's going to s- smell exactly like that because Disney doesn't fuck around. Yeah, I would trust them. I would trust a Disney branded candle for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We we always talk about the quality. Like if it had Disney on there, you'd yeah. see me buying that shit immediately. I've you never know, so. been I've never been to Disney World or any other Disney parks. Maybe I didn't read the fine print and it smells like one of their other Pirates of the Caribbean rides and I'm just like out of the know. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's Maybe it's a different smell in California. Well, I don't know. If I know we, Disney, we always go on and on about. Maybe it's the mix of LA shit smell uh-huh. and the water smell. And that's what, <laughs> Dude, maybe we, I should light the candle. We know, shit. we that'll, know, that'll, and that'll you know full right. blown well that once you get into Disney Park, the shit smell of LA goes away. That's true. There's no <laughs> such step, thing as the LA stank in Disneyland you a, smell. You step into another world, a shitless world. <laughs> <laughs> a homeless world homelessless i also heard like i think this topic and this subject has been going around this podcast for a couple of few months now i also heard you know, that you are like about ready to pull the trigger on a new car right now oh yeah thurston and i were just talking about that uh it's gonna happen yeah um the car right now that i got it's not starting anymore mm. um I, i've always not known though it's not even start. I need a new battery. Like uh, last time I went and took to took it in for an oil change, um, they told me it was time for a replacement. And then plus it's been sitting idle for so long. Like I'm pretty sure if I were to jump it, it would start working. So I was just gonna order a new battery and stick that fucker in there. But I think I might just uh, pull the trigger on a new car and just move forward. Don't look back. So are you gonna next, get, like- next time I roll up to your house. I'll be rolling up in a new car. So are you gonna be? Uh, yeah, are you gonna yeah, give yeah. that like that car to Emma? Just fix it up a little bit, give it to Emma for her first car, or what? Yeah, I think that's the plan. Yeah, that's a good first car. Yeah. just an absolute yeah. shit box. Yeah, I know it well. It got me from A to B, so it'll help her out <laughs> to get in and around town. It's not like she's making cross country trips or anything. Yeah, right. I mean, that's like, all. Give the car it to is. her while snickering. You're just mm-hmm. like <laughs> here. The, this is yours and she's like oh my god yes and you're like yeah it's great I, right i'm sure just to have a car at 16 16 years old or whatever whenever you plan yeah. on giving her you know yeah my good first f-150 car, when i got it i had you had a truck i was working at sonic and i had to yeah you don't remember my uh, maybe you didn't we weren't friends at that point when I had my maroon F-150. No, the only car I've ever seen you in is your Subaru. Oh, wow. Yeah, I drove that F-150 for years, like from when I was 16 up until I was 23. Yeah, it was a long time. And I probably sunk like a few thousand dollars into letting it run. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. It had the uh, top on the bed, right? Yeah, it had one of those cabs. Yeah. Or is that what you call it? Oh, uh, like a camper shell? Just like a cover. Yeah, a camper. Yeah, shell. 
Yeah, there you go. Like, like a shallow river. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got. I didn't want to have the uh, the pickup truck anymore because I was tired of uh, helping people move. You know. Yeah. There's always that. There is that. someone like, who needs help moving. Once you get a truck, you are then destined to be the official mover of everybody you know. Yeah. You're that friend. Like, my uncle just got, like, he just bought a truck, and I'm like, hmm, I could use this fucker. <laughs> I think, uh, Hell yeah. since I moved up here, I've had John Man help me out with every move except two. And on this latest move, distinctly because I've had his help for so long and tired of asking all these friends to help, we went with movers. And I think it it, it worked out beautifully. It was yeah. nice. Didn't I, have to bug anybody. I have helped you with every single move. Ever since yeah. you were like lived off 164th up until your new house, I didn't I didn't help with the new house. But up until yeah. then, I helped with every single move. Every single move he was there. Trust me, I, I got so I lived on 164th. <laughs> Sucked with every, every time. Did I? Yeah, and like on uh, off meadow, and then you took a oh, ride on like yeah, king or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I did. I did live there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just have this. Up here. I just have this in my back pocket for when I actually move out of this house I'm in right now. I'm gonna call upon everybody that I've helped move. And if yeah, they don't help, <laughs> just let you know. Right, then it, they're not friends anymore. Exactly. If you don't help me move after I've called upon you, you are not my friend. Yes, <laughs> I agree. We are no longer associated. It's a good stance to take. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, I'm going to do the same. Yeah, I, I've had a few people. I have uh, Brandon. I've helped him, him move a couple times. I've helped you move a few times. I've helped my uncle move. I've helped my other uncle move. Like, I have, like, I've helped Jillian and Kayla move. Like, I have a workforce right now of people that I've helped move. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think the gnarliest shit I've ever moved, besides the TV that I gave Manny, that, that shit was, like, the heaviest goddamn thing ever. Oh, was it a tube? Yeah, it was, like, a big... It was like almost like a big screen, but tube. It was like all wood. Uh, John's old old roommate, best friend Manny, he took it off our hands. So friggin', and I think we lived upstairs too, so we had to like take it down. And he took it with him. <laughs> next next to that though, fucking Thurston's bed was the goddamn heaviest thing I've ever moved. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the purple bed. <laughs> yeah, dude, that thing's like a dead yak. Yeah. Floppy like and weight, like dude. half a ton. It flops everywhere, too. It was so hard. Luckily, uh, we only good had to times. move it. Thanks, buddy. Luckily, we only had to move it across the, across the way. So it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Well, what you find out is everyone has heavy shit that you don't want to move when you're moving somebody else. Yeah. I remember, like, getting you and Emily out of that apartment. You rented that U-Haul. I remember it being the hottest fucking day of the year. Like, hey, John, man, we're moving. You want to help out? <laughs> of course, he cuts out at this point. <laughs> that asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did that on purpose. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. All right. It was being the hottest fucking day of the year. Eric calls 
Brandon and I to help him move. Brandon doesn't show up for like fucking three hours after I've been like sweating my fucking balls off. I think you and Emily had to go sign the lease to the other place. So I had you, your fucking three and a half kids to help me move. Mm -hmm. I don't even think three and a half. (laughs) Well, yeah, Trent was a little guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Mary was there. Yeah, so I was like helping you move with three and a half kids, and Brandon didn't show up till like the very end. It's like motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think that was the point when I went to to the new house to sign the lease, where I was like, I can't ask John Ben to do this anymore. This will be the last one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like he'll be mad. I I think uh, I'm gonna hire some movers too with the movers that I have contracted in my wallet. So I think my next move will be pretty seamless. Yeah. Yeah. How much are movers? I don't know. A lot. About 10, uh, about 10 years worth of work helping other people move. Yeah. I think uh, we had ours pretty. It, it took the whole day to move too, and I think we dropped like three hundred dollars. I think three hundred. Oh, no. yeah. Uh-huh. And it looked, I think it was three that, or four hundred. That and include they, the van. They didn't put the beds together too. Uh, yeah. Well, we no, we rented our own van. Uh, so yeah, they they had like a little bit of a they had a um a trailer, so that helped out a little bit too. Uh, we ended up doing it maybe in about three loads. Uh, we definitely went overtime. I think it was about 400 probably. And they put the beds together as well too. And like fucking, they did a, a phenomenal job. I forget what service we went to. It wasn't like an actual company. It was just like folks that we found. Oh, uh, Home Depot? That were like, at, it was like advertising. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the peeps at Home Depot. The by Home Depot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I did they wear masks? I don't think they did. This is like right... Uh, when the outbreak started, when we moved, pretty much, like right at the height of it, I think they just started talking about, or they might have already closed things down, because I remember being worried, making trips to and from the dump about contracting the virus. Yeah, it's very. So, did they pack everything for you guys, or did you move. like pre-pack and then they just moved everything? Oh yeah, we had we packed everything and had just boxes just chilling in the garage, so it wasn't too hard. We yeah. did like most of the work in advance. I kind of want like, this is what I want to have a mover. I want someone, like, I want a crew to move in, come in, pack fucking everything. Like, I don't want, I don't want to fucking touch a fucking thing. <laughs> like, nice. Like, but Mary could pack us up in like a couple days. Because she's a p- packing fucking fiend. Mm-hmm. I just, packing fiend. I just fucking hate moving, man. I fucking hate moving. That's probably why I've been living in yeah, this house for so long. That and it's really cheap rent. But I fucking hate moving. I don't plan on leaving here anytime soon. Same here. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It really makes a difference when you think about do I want to like just move and just pause my life for two weeks? Probably more than that, like a month. Any off time you have is devoted to just unpacking and doing other shit that just involve is involved with moving to a new place. Yeah, dude, moving sucks, man. Moving definitely sucks. So we got 
Uh, Eric, we're in our 30s, yeah. 40s. John, you're yeah, in your upper 20s. <laughs> Mid-20s. Mid-20s. Eric's in his 40s. I'm in my mid-30s. There's a subject yeah. that comes around every now and again about tank care. Did you say taint? Yeah, taint care. Taint care. Taint. It's the area between your balls <laughs> and your asshole. Is yeah. that, oh, the gooch. The gooch. Known by many names. Is, yeah, I call it the dole, the area between the dick and the butthole. Okay. Yeah. The dole. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. The dole brand bananas. Yeah. Okay. So as you get older. Uh, your balls, I think they lose a little bit of a la- a la- elasticity. They hang a little bit lower than they used to, you know. Uh, I've I've combated that by getting uh, boxer briefs, tightening up the area a little bit, mm-hmm. keeping things intact where they should be. Um, I've been doing a lot better about going out, um, doing my jogs. One particularly hot day, I go out, I go a little bit longer than I usually go, and um, I start feeling a little bit of pain down there. I come back and I pretty much just like chafe the shit out of myself so much so that I couldn't, I couldn't be physically mobile for like the next three days. Like I tried to go out for a walk and like, you know, I was like, I'm going to take it easy. I'll just walk today. I walk maybe 20, 20 feet from the house and I turn around and I'm like, no, I can't do this right now. Like I I need to heal a little more. Uh, So I got through that rough patch. I start looking up tank care online stuff I could do to combat that. Really, it's just all about keeping the area moist, I guess. And yeah. like, cause I was thinking like, I was thinking maybe I could do like a talc or like a baby powder or something uh-huh. to keep the area dry down there. But they actually recommend moisturizing, keep things smooth down there. So that's what I did this past time is uh, when I got back out there to run maybe about two days ago, uh, put a little lotion down there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rubbed it all up in that, rubbed it all up in that area. Smooth sailing, buddy. I came so, back, no yeah. pain at all. I'm thinking about thinking about going out again when this podcast is over. So, like, so nice. lube up. I, I, lube up, guys. I have a couple of different yeah. opinions, like a new taint on that. So, I I I had the chafing issue as well. Uh, so, yeah. I bought new boxers. They're more like a spandex slash sport boxer. They're like they they keep everything up and everything tight. That way, your skin doesn't rub together too much. Uh, but my problem is they're not they're not very breathable. Yeah. So they don't breathe very so, well. So when I sweat and I, I get my workout on, I stank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. I I have six of the spandex shorts that I wear. Uh, I bought three a three pack originally, not breathable at all. Um. Yeah. Like it gets you sweating more. You take mm-hmm. them, you take them off at night. They smell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got ones that are supposed to be a little bit more breathable, a little bit better. They're definitely more expensive. Uh, and they don't exactly do the trick, but they're a little bit more breathable, I guess. But you still get that smell. Yeah. They're, they they still get hot and wet when yeah. you're exerting yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so my main problem is there's, it, there's like no right answer. There is no right, no right answer. answer. Like it, it's either comfort you're gonna get chafed, 
then you have to put on lotion and be very uncomfortable on your next run or when you're walking or you like i will admit the boxers that i'm wearing right now these boxer briefs they're spandex i i, I also have a couple different pairs that I'm, i've tried mm-hmm. out but they're comfortable as fuck like i don't get any chafing at all no chafing nice but i start to stink just because yeah. like the it, it they do not breathe no way to avoid it man you yeah. know, so it's no like either be uncomfortable and chafe and and deal with that or stink a little bit. And like that is that it those are our choices as men right now. That's men, yes. <laughs> what kind of underwear do you wear, John? Uh I like to wear that breathable that breathable, you know, uh what is I don't know what it's called like polyester or just it's kind of like Under Armour but not as stretchy. Okay. I guess, but yeah, I I prefer breathable. I don't chafe too much. Mm-hmm. I have the luxury of not chafing so much when I walk around, even when I'm working out. But uh, I do prefer the breathable stuff. Enjoy it while you can, buddy. It doesn't last forever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like. It's crazy. I didn't really have like too much too much of a stink problem until I got the polyester type um, underwears. Like I have a couple different brands, but it's crazy, man. Like fucking, I love them. I think they're comfortable as fuck. I just I need to switch back to like my old shit. Uh, were you guys uh, like boxers or briefs before? I've boxers. never been a fan of boxers. Right. I like them I briefs. Went, I went boxers to boxer briefs to now the spandex one boxer yeah. briefs. So so yeah. in my early Incline. in my early twenties I was a boxers and probably in like mid to late twenties I was just boxer briefs. And then in my thirties I went like spandexy. I just I can't find anything that breathes very well. And like I I work a very active job, so every single day. I'm practically like working out like for eight hours a day. Mm. But I almost think like I need to go back to boxers just because of the, the breathability, man. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Cause I also wear pants and like the pants are, they're like super heavy duty, almost like a, like craftsman pants or something like that. You know, something that's like very, very heavy on kind the fabric. Designed. Yeah, very heavy yeah. on the fabric. You know, so it's, it they don't give any room for breathing or anything. Like, if they're wet, they're going to stay wet for fucking 24 hours. If they're dry, they're just going to keep you dry for 24 hours, pretty much. Like, they are just, like, heavy pants. Yeah. I, I like the security... I like breathable stuff. I like anything that's like outdoors. Yeah. Meant for outdoors. Like even if I'm not going outdoors, stuff that's meant for that kind of thing is good to me. Maybe I need to try that for out. For example, like, the stuff yeah. that dries really quickly, like the dry fit and all that. And that yeah. You s- meant to be sweat in and dry very quickly. That's the stuff I, I usually have a lot of luck with. Yeah, ma- yeah maybe I'll try like that, that out. Maybe, maybe more. Because I have a... I have some Adidas, like, sportswear. And then I have, like, the Costco brand, the 32 Cool or whatever. It's supposed to keep you cooler. Oh, yeah. 
Maybe I just need to like switch up my brands and figure it out. Maybe it could work. Like yeah. I, I love REI fabric. I get, I kind of think about it. I always call it like just the outdoor fabric. I don't know. It's like something. Yeah. Polyester, stretchy. Yeah, maybe I'll switch on my brands again. Artificial. So I definitely don't like stinking. Like that's that's one thing that like has come with this job and my new like my new underwear preference because I've just been moving so much. I just didn't want chafe and chafing sucks. Chafing hurts. Yeah. You know, so it's like oh man, it's like the worst of two evils, man. It's like a presidential presidential election. It's like, do you want the one that stinks? Or do you want the one that feels better when you walk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it depends what time of day, what I'm doing. I mean, because usually when I come home now, I How just like I'm doing it. I like I take a shower and I I don't put on any underwear because it's I just I need I need to breathe. My boys need to breathe. You know, it's just like I go fucking command like just put on some basketball shorts and. That's the most breathability thing I can I have right now. That's how I I slept the past couple nights after my chafing ordeal. Just fucking commando, spread eagle, just getting as much air in that area as I could. Yeah, to heal myself. Yeah, it's tough. Man. Worst pain there is, baby. Worst pain there is. Yeah. Well, I uh, yeah, I bought these boxers. Some people's nipples like, bleed and shit. People's nipples bleed, just from like yeah, chafing? like some people they're ch- they chafe so much, like especially marathon runners, like their oh. nipples will literally bleed because their shirt is just rubbing up against them. Yeah, like I hope I'd never have such a problem. You know, I, I'll just you, not run you marathons. Yeah, just but... don't run marathons, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> Do I have time for another beer with you guys? <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, so. Sure, I'll pop another. Right. I was gonna head to fucking. No, I'll just talk to myself. Uh, I was gonna head over to uh, AutoZone, fix up my car because it's fucking hideous. Oh shit! I'm playing Titanfall. I'm winning. Eject! Eject out of the Titan. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. They killed me as I was in the air. If you know Titanfall, you know exactly what happened. I got killed in the fucking sky. Hey, Eric. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, man? You playing any games, Eric? Any video games you saw on that fucking... That Red Dead? You still log in occasionally? Uh, every now and again, I have not played in some time. I always mean to, and anytime I have like free time to do it, I just can't bring myself to go downstairs and play it for some odd reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and again, I'll pick it up. It's just like still my favorite game. I'm waiting for something else to come out to catch my eye one of these days, hopefully. Did uh, you hear up- about the hate with EA or the PlayStation launch shit where they, uh, Rockstar the Rockstar emblem came up and everyone was like super excited. They were like, okay, some Red Dead, some Red Dead DLC or something. And it was uh, GTA 5 again. Yeah, again. 
I mean, I might, I might re-get it just to play it over again. It's been a while, but yeah, that's that was kind of mean to for people, <laughs> yeah, right? Because, like, yeah, that's like the expectation right now, right? Everyone's waiting for us. So yeah, it's a it was a weird thing to do. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what they're gonna do because the only reason I got the next gen GTA was because they had the first person. Yeah, which was sick, and I wanted it really bad, like enough to pay for it. But what are they going to do now? Right. What spectacular, cool thing that I've never seen before is going to come out with that? I don't know. I heard I heard a rumor that they are going to add uh, the Liberty City map from Grand Theft Auto 4 as a playable Ooh. area. So it'll be Grand Theft Auto 4 on the Grand Theft Auto 5 engine, Liberty City, you can travel back and forth to. I don't know about missions. But I heard that might be available for like uh, online play, which might be kind of cool. Okay, yeah, that sounds fucking cool, dude. If they no, give us an ex- if they I give us an expansion like that, I will definitely buy it on the PS5. All right, so before we move on, can we all agree we're we'll get the PS5 first, so we can all yeah. play? Yep, I agree. Agreed. Okay. Th- that's the pact, all right? All right. I don't want to... No one get the Xbox. Well, just no. le- just let you guys I mean, know, I'm a PS guy through and through. Like, I always buy a PlayStation. Oh, I thought you were like an either-or kind of person. No. You always get the PlayStation first. Always. Okay. I'm kind of an... Or... Uh... Through my years, I'm kind of an Xbox guy, but I am not married to the Xbox. I've had Xboxes, but I always, always, the PlayStation has the best exclusives. I agree. Yeah. Plus, it looks cool. Well, uh, Last of Us 2 just came out this last Friday. Yeah, a lot of hate going around for that one, though. Yeah. It's crazy. I heard a spoiler. Yeah, I heard a spoiler, which I won't share here. I've heard multiple spoilers. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of know exactly what happens in the game. All right. (laughs) All right. So let's... If it's true, I I get the hate. Yeah, if it is true, I get the hate. Because the spoiler... You guys mind talking about a little bit of spoilers? Uh, Yeah, so whoever hasn't played the game... Uh, feel free to tune us out for the next five minutes. We're going to talk. Yeah, if you have not played The Last of Us 2, please shut it off now. All right, so this is a spoiler I heard. Joel gets killed pretty early, and then you're playing yeah. as... Um, really early, I heard. Ellie, right, Ellie? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're playing as Ellie for revenge, and then a third of the way through, all of a sudden you're playing as a whole new character tracking down yeah. Ellie... Because now she's the bad guy. That's what I. That's yeah. Exactly the, what I heard. What, what's crazier is you're playing as the person who killed Joel, so you're you kind of hate her already, and that's kind of the reason why I hear people hate the game is you're kind of forced to play the person you hate completely. Yeah. Then at that point, I'm not gonna play the game because for one, I loved Joel. I loved Ellie. And then, like, I could see if you were playing the whole game as a revenge game with Ellie, but then, like, a quarter of the way or halfway through, all of a sudden you're 
this new girl tracking down Ellie to kill her. That makes no sense. Like, no. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if I can yeah. do that. It just, it just seemed like they set up a great story at the end of The Last Last of Us with Joel saving her. Like, she could have helped out humanity. Joel saves her, lies to her, doesn't tell her about what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... I thought that that uh, mistrust and them uh, having to work through that would have been the basis of the new game. Yeah. So it's a, a Which would have been a really good that. basis of her, like there yeah. are two ideologies like clashing together. Yes. But instead yeah. Joel gets killed. You have Ellie seeking revenge, yeah. which I would play that. Like I will play Ellie the whole fucking game to seek revenge on Joel. Yeah. But no, For now sure. all of a sudden Ellie's the bad guy and you yeah. are hunting her down to kill her. Fuck that. W- w- yeah, and what's worse, like, kill off Joel. That's fine. Give it a payoff. But in the game, I watched the final scene because I was like, I got to know what people are so mad about. You, you are Ellie and you get the opportunity to fucking kill this bitch. And... You get the opportunity the first time. You don't do it because you're like, ah, I'm not going to do it. And you guys get into a fight and you get an opportunity to kill her a second time. And then Ellie still goes like, ah, I'm not going to do it. I just I don't want to kill people, even though you've been killing people this entire fucking time. Yeah. The game the being game. one of the other uh, <laughs> things about the rating is that it's like suffer porn. Where you're like, you're killing real people and they suffer and die before you mm-hmm. due to your own actions. And then you finally get the chance to kill the person you've been wanting to kill this whole time. And they're like, no, Ellie's not going to do that. She 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 believes more that uh, killing is wrong. It's like, this is the one bitch I wanted to kill. Right. You make me kill all these teenagers and like people just playing video games and shit, like cut them in the throat and watch them like suffer and like suffocate and die. But the one person I want to kill, you're like, no, I need to subvert your expectation. It's like, I hate this. I don't want to. (laughs) I'd rather just kill her, please. Like, there's a reason uh, fucking the Far Cry games are so well loved. Mm-hmm. Like you just kill the bastard at the end. Come on, it's a it's a damn shame. The first game was done so well. I, I was really hoping for a, a repeat of all that. Oh, sucks. Yeah, agree. It does. I was kind of like, yeah. Now, I, I have even just watching the last yet. scene. I was kind of blue balled just then. I can't imagine yeah. playing for like twelve hours. And getting blue balled that hard. So she just lets him her go at the end. That's how the, the yeah, game ends. Yeah, and they also like ride into the sunset too, like together. Oh. And stuff, and they're like, "You, you beat my father to death, but wow, you kill so yeah, it, it's pretty <laughs> awful. It's not fun. Mm. Like it's not. There's no payoff. Like even like, during the, at least there seems to be no payoff. Even like during the very yeah, none of early, us have played the game yet. Yeah. No idea what we the haven't. journey or the story. It may, it maybe we will. No may, may, maybe we'll just oh, have to play watch it. the whole. Oh, you did? Yeah, I so, like watched the whole game. Oh, you did? Oh, like, why? So oh. it's safe it to say it's it hurts. Probably bad. Yeah, 
it's well, not a bad game. It's just the story hurts you. Like it just like the gameplay is great. Do you feel like they and, sacrificed like, a little bit? Because during the very early trailers, they were really pushing to uh, Ellie's gay. She, you know, she likes women. Like they were yeah. really pushing that. Perfectly fine. Which is perfectly fine. But like at the end of the game, you're like, well, they really pushed that to a point to where like even like the murder of my father is okay, but we'll still ride off in the sunset. I don't know. Like it didn't seem like it was some kind of like sexual thing. Like I love you. It well, was just well, that well, the, the, tra- the, the early trailers portrayed that though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Have you, did you guys play the prequel? I forget what it was called. Last of Us. Left this behind. Left behind. Yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah, was you almost really kissed well. a girl in that one too, yeah. as Ellie. So that, one, so that one has all those implications there. Also, like freaking, this is before they he met she met Joel, and like you're murdering people left and right in that game. That weird, weird mm. that they would go that route. Yeah. Yeah, like all of a sudden bummer, she man. doesn't want to kill when you're like, it's coming, it's coming. It's like if in Aliens, Ripley was like about to shoot the alien off into space and she's like, fuck you, and like stops mid-button. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, I don't want to kill an endangered species. And then they just ride off into the sunset together and they just like create a hybrid it's a good analogy. You'd be like, what the yeah. fuck? You're about <laughs> to kill her. Happen? You're about to get rid of her completely. Like, I feel so blue-balled. Yeah, I'll that... probably watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the cutscenes. I'll check it out. See what that's all about. Like, you could have stabbed her, and then you could have drowned her, and then you're just like, nah. It's crazy. It's pretty insane. Like, if it was, like, a Game of Thrones where, okay, we have another episode coming out in a week, I'd be like, okay, let's just do it. We have to wait five but, years. Yeah, we're going to be waiting, like, five years to see how this pans out. Fuck that. Like, it's just going to make me sad for five years. That <laughs> is the problem with video long. games, though. Come on. That is the problem with video games. You really do not get closure. Like, the closure yeah. scenes in video games are, like, fucking so long, man. Like, look what we're going through with, like, Grand Theft Auto Five, man. It's been fucking since 2013. Like, we're on seven years without the Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah. And I'm still a level, like, 30. Are you? I'm, like, I think when you're, I ended playing, I was, like, 160 or something like that. Yeah, I never got that far because I couldn't really get that far because you start a mission or the heist and shit, and mm-hmm. you get dropped immediately. Yeah. Or one person gets dropped immediately, and you lose the bonus that you were trying to get. Like I was yeah. always getting dropped, and the you online just fucked me so much. Red Dead Online does that a lot. That's like the most frustrating part of trying to play it. Like You're fucking constantly getting kicked out, dropped. Uh, having to reset the game. Uh, there's also, there's like issues and stuff like you're supposed to, you have these certain uh, bonus missions to do, but like sometimes there's like hunting missions and like there's no animal spawning anywhere. You just ride through like the whole map 
not seen one animal anywhere. It's uh yeah, they really got to get better about their online play. You think, think they so, would, yeah. man? Like with with how big like GTA Online is and our DR two online is, you would think they'd like yeah. invest heavily into their online servers. Yeah, they yeah. made like five billion dollars on GTA five. Probably just this year, it's, seven years after launch. <laughs> online is just dog shit. Or at least the mastermind and all those like where you have to invite friends. Anything that has to do with inviting people or like completing some kind of online thing is just totally fucked up in my in my experience. Like even with Red Dead, you drop constantly, your posse gets kicked. Well, I know we had a like Eric and I we we had a posse going on for a little bit. We didn't play that often just because, like, like what you said, like, it was always, like, what was yeah. our posse name? I the, the Skrilla Killers or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yes, the Skrilla Killers. That's right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I made that one up, by the way. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Skrilla Killers. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate, too, especially, like, when you're taking part in a mission and get kicked out like right before you're about to finish it got to go through the whole fucking thing all over again yeah dude yeah that's God, inexcusable like God, shit. don't put it out if you can't finish the damn game yep I don't know, oh, I, man the amount of heists that i got through like you know how you have to do the setups and mm-hmm. all that shit and then you can do the main thing like finishing the setups and then going into the main one and then midway through the main one everyone drops and uh you either have to do everything by yourself which is borderline impossible because the game already saw that oh you have three people i'm gonna give you three people's worth of enemies which it does, and it just stays the three-person worth of enemies for the re- remainder of the game. So finishing by yourself is impossible. I think and it's you just a great get time. screwed over. It's a great time to be alive as a gamer nowadays. Like we probably have it way better than any generation before us. We have like countless content at our fingertips at any time. Can go back and just emulate all these old games. It's a great time. But I think the biggest issue now with games coming out is companies are more apt to put out games that are not complete yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, half complete games, sometimes even like content locked and stuff. And like the expectation now is to throw the stuff out. We'll patch it later. We'll add the stuff to it later. You can lock the stuff later. We'll throw it out in DLC. And for a fee, you can one day have a complete game that you've already purchased. Yeah. Fucking lame, dude. Well, I was talking about this with John uh, shortly before you uh, came on the pod. It's like, I pretty much lost all interest in gaming almost because, like, I have no friends to game with anymore. Like, all the, like, Kayla, she was, like, my big gamer friend. Like, she lived in the same house as I. And we used to just, we played the same game. We had two separate PS4s. We'd, like, jump online together. We'd be in the same party and... We'd have so much mm-hmm. fun, but like after she moved out, like I don't have that anymore. It's just like I lost interest in video games because it's, it's not fun. Like, especially how today's video games are 
supposed to be played. They're supposed to be played with your friends and this and that. Like, yeah. there's very few single player titles out there. Um, I just lost interest, man. You know, like once you lose like one of your big gamer friends, like it just doesn't work out. Like, uh, you sure. know, like we used to play practically every other night, and it would be like a lot of fun. But you know, once you lose that, you know. It's kind of like board yeah. games, you know, you, you schedule times to play your video games as a group. But if you don't have that group anymore, then, you know, it's kind of. It's I definitely st- find that to be true. I, I bought the new Star Wars game. I forget what it's called. Jedi. Jedi something. It's like pretty much a God of War clone. Um, I got it. I played it for maybe 20, 30 minutes and like I kind of, I just lost like all interest in it. Didn't have enough to like. Oh, Fallen Order? That one? Fallen Order, yeah. So I haven't yeah. gone back to it ever since that, that first playthrough. Everyone was like, holy fuck, this game's amazing. And I played it and I was like, this game is kind of like mediocre. Yeah. It, would just it looks good. Like and I kind of want to know what the story is happening with, like what the story is going with. But like the gameplay is just not there. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, the like movement yeah. is just so clunky. Like honestly, like the games that I've been going through and like playing these days are just like throwaway games. Like I'll play yeah. Super Mario World, you know, on Mary Switch. Like I'll mm-hmm. just like I yeah. I beat the game, but I'm not at like all the stars yet. So I'll just I'll just repeat levels and try to find all the secrets, or Biden of Isaac Afterbirth or whatever. It's just yeah. It's like throwaway games that you could pick up, play for maybe 30 minutes, and then just have like no story or anything that you need to like pick up again. You know, it's just, they're just throwaway games. It's kind of like having I get, background music or whatever on, you know. I want to mm-hmm. get a Switch, dude. If I had like a little pad like that that I could take in bed at night, I would be playing a lot more, I think. The Switch is cool, man. I will say the Switch is pretty fucking cool. I mean, obviously, it, it doesn't have, like, the third-party titles of, like, PlayStation or Xbox, but it still has plenty. Yeah. It doesn't need it either. It's got it's got a, a quality uh, fucking A-plus titles, I think, freaking that can carry. I mean, it's, it's so niche. Nintendo, like, has its own niche that's different from anybody else. And it works. I don't think they should change anything up by like porting Call of Duty over or anything like that. Like yeah. they should just keep doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like I have their new um, Mario Kart. It's a fucking great game, dude. Like it's a great game, mm-hmm. and that's what Nintendo has always done. I would classify Nintendo with Apple and Disney. They just pay attention to the details. They don't have a lot of first party content, but the first party content that they do come out with is top notch. Qual. Yeah. Qual as fuck. We could play that new Mario because doesn't Mary have online on Switch? Yeah. We could do like 2v2 or like uh, just like whatever on fucking Mario Kart because we got that one too. Yeah. I think you can do four players on each Switch. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's yeah, spill some tea. Change the subject a little bit. Yeah, dude. ever since uh, ever since we've uh, 
moved here and stuff and this whole quarantine happened been stuck in the house and i've been getting really adept at people watching just like uh people in the neighborhood and stuff like that like my next door neighbors over here uh this guy's name's uh constantine vlad and i'm pretty sure he's a vampire and figure they only ever come out at night and it's really mm. yeah but i think he wants you to think he's a vampire probably probably like uh, that's his changed name constantine we set up this podcast for well not podcast it's more for emily's uh bit day-to-day business like a little office in the garage so like right yeah. now i'm sitting in the garage i have the garage door open the other day or probably like two weeks ago um there was like a big argument out in the street uh like this couple across the street she kicked the boyfriend out and like they're just having like this big argument like back and forth and freaking um he came back later that night drunk and like banging on the door and we're all just like peeking out our windows like looking out like fucking noisy neighbors anyway he just showed up back at the house right now and they're loudly discussing things over that way so we'll see oh, where this man. goes oh wow. i'll give you it's starting to get a little louder and i'll give you the play-by-play and see how this yeah, plays out I, i'm curious yeah. about how, how this play-by-play is gonna it's so your far, duty as a citizen to film yeah, it. For sure. So far, so far, it looks okay. We'll see what happens. Definitely not because you want to put it on YouTube for sweet, for sure, right? sweet sub- subscriptions and likes, but it is your duty as a citizen. Give me those so, likes. Make sure so how, nothing goes awry. How has this new neighborhood of yours like turned out and played out for you? Like, obviously um corona hit and you're you're probably sheltering in place pretty hardcore and everything but you have to like you have to know your neighbors a little bit so like what sure. is going on like do you know your neighborhood yet like what is going not on? not completely i know the neighbors to the to the left and to the right of me i've had conversations with them uh there's also this guy steve that lives two houses down to my right i've had conversations with him and his wife we've like socially distanced met up and we're all saying like oh well we'll get together like after this whole quarantine thing ends most of the people down that way um it's like a big cul-de-sac so most of the people we're at the very end of the cul-de-sac we're like fucking in the edward scissorhands house like on on top of the hill over here um Uh. everyone down uh to the north of us i have not met yet uh it seems to be like a pretty eclectic neighborhood we do have uh uh, we do have a red hat about two houses down. Um, red hat as a, a Trump supporter. He, he came out and got his mail and he had the make America great hat on. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> you know, what the hardest part hilarious. Uh, going, going back to this whole jogging thing. Uh, it's really made, it's made it hard to uh, figure out who's racist and who's not, because like, I can't tell when I'm jogging down the street, and I have like a young blonde lady or an older Karen type looking lady and they cross the street ahead of me. I can't tell if they're doing it for racist reasons or for health reasons. Makes it very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess maybe I maybe just avoid people over. in general. So I yeah, just usually sure. think that they're just trying to avoid just any kind of contact, even and if like, there I- wasn't a virus. <laughs> I do it too to be polite. Like I don't want to be fucking anybody coming into my my little airspace either. So it's like yeah, especially if I'm a lone man and it's like one Asian lady. I'm like I'll go away from you. 
just to keep your mind at ease. The tightest thing I've seen out walking Sometimes out I look pretty brooding. is uh, there's like a, there's a lesbian couple down the street and sometimes they go out and walk their dog with like glasses of wine and just walking down the street drinking wine and walking their dog. Oh yeah. That's like the most nice. <laughs> just, just living their best life. That's like the most, I want to get to know them yeah. as soon as this is all over. I had a, yeah. how, how is that not irresistible to people? I'm sorry, John, man. I, but oh, just, no, 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 like, no, go ahead. Look at that and go like, ew. Oh, that right? That looks awesome. That looks awesome. That looks fucking awesome. I was like, I want to know you people. This is great. I want to have wine with you. Yeah. I, I want you to pour me up and say, like, this is our favorite wine, and this is why. Exactly. And you look at that and be like, no. Happiness? No. I just wanted to. Sorry, like, John, man. What were you saying? Cradle their pug like a baby. And, <laughs> and they have a pug? Come on. Mm-hmm. So. I had a little bit of a neighborhood drama the other day. Uh, Spill that tea, baby. So, so you, you guys, uh, Thurston, I don't think you know this neighbor, but Eric, you know this neighbor, the guy that always buys the really, really good fireworks, right? You know that neighbor. House right past you, right? Yep, yep. House right past me. Um, I pull in to my driveway the other day, and he's by my mailboxes. You guys know where my mailboxes are. And he kind of flags me down. He's like, hey, 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 you got a second to talk? I was like, yeah. I mean, I talk oh, to this God. guy. I, I talk to this guy maybe three times a year, once on 4th of July, once like midway through summer, just bullshitting the last time we talked. Right. You, you know, and then maybe another time. Like, we're we're good neighbors. We don't talk too much to each other, but, you know, we'll we'll pass a beer to each other every now and again and and bullshit for a half hour or so. Um, but it was odd this time around because uh, he and his girlfriend, they kind of flagged me down. They were in the driver. They're like, hey, hey, do you got a minute? I was like, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? What's up? He's like, there's some shit going down right now. I was like, whoa, <laughs> some shit going down. He's like, man, stuff's going down in the neighborhood. I was like, all right, man, fill me in. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this. There's a lake about like three, four blocks down from my house. Did you guys know about that? I did not know. Yeah, there is a lake. And it has a boat dock for uh, 15 horsepower or less boats. So it's not like a huge lake. So it's more for like paddle boats, like trolling boats, mm-hmm. fishing boats or whatever. You know, not any fancy bass fishing boats. Just like you have to have like a very minimal motor or paddling. Right. And there, it's pretty much surrounded by houses. So there's only a boat access there's the boat ramp and like there's no swimming area because everywhere else is is surrounded by houses so it's it's a very uh, community lake um so he had his boat in there and he was drinking a couple beers and when he came back to uh get his boat down there was like a bunch of people swimming in the boat dock right um like a big family like there was like four kids and like a wife and a husband what have you and they they were just like hey you guys need to move off the boat dock like off the boat ramp so we could you know back up our our trailer and move the boat yeah right and there was a a line of people waiting to get into the lake this family had like a very big problem of him wanting them 
to move because he was just like hey this is technically a boat ramp you're not supposed to be swimming here but you are swimming here so i'm letting you know you need to move so i could get my trailer and get my boat hooked up to my truck right Mm -hmm. this guy gets fucking pissed off starts yelling at him and he's just like hey man hey this is a boat ramp a boat ramp it's not a swimming hole this is a boat ramp anyway right how it came to <laughs> how it came to where i was at he flags me down he's like hey hey man we might have a neighborhood problem right now i was like hey what's up he's like so i was at i was at the lake right i was like yeah yeah cool he's like and i i put up my boat uh, and i made this family move from their swimming hole i was like all right cool whatever Te- technically not a swimming hole cool whatever yeah. he's like and the dad got in his car and followed me and i was like all right and he's been casing the joint Ugh. and he's been going back and forth up and down our street following me <laughs> ever ever since i kicked him out of the swimming hole i was like all right he's like yeah he's parked down the street right now he's come down our road six times to make sure where i'm at and everything and he's come down our driveway a few times. I was like, all right. Weird. I was like, and, I, and I was like, what did you do? He's like, dude, I just told him you need to move so I get my boat out or whatever. And like, they were super mad because they, they thought I was infringing in their swimming hole or whatever. I was like, okay, well, all right. But anyway, so this guy, the father of like the whole family has been following this guy. He followed him home followed him down his driveway and then backed up down the driveway and was like going back and forth down our road to make sure he was still there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, dude, all right. Like, like we live in a pretty quiet neighborhood and, it, and like he was talking to me. He's like, Hey man, I know we didn't live in a quiet neighborhood and all of our neighbors are really cool, but this guy's kind of being a fucking asshole. I was like, yeah, well, obviously he's following you around. He's like, I called the cops. I was like, okay. Okay. He's like, I just want you to know. I was like, well, you know what, man? I'm going to go back to my house and you just let me know if anything bad happens. But this guy was parked (laughs) parked down the road, like just waiting, which was weird, right? Just like waiting. He was parked probably like a block down just like so you could see our driveway. And it was just like waiting there. He's like, I called the cops. I was like, all right, man, you let me know if anything weird happens. And I just got off work. Yeah. But it was like weird. Like this over fucking swimming. Like we had like this situation to where this guy followed this guy home, was casing the joint and just parked there and hung, hung out. It's like, another issue with Corona times. Is yeah. People have far too much time on their hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so about an hour and a half later, I let my dog out to go potty or whatever. And he, I finally see him coming down like the, like my neighbor come down the driveway. He's like, Hey man, thumbs up. We're all good, bro. We're all good. We're, we're all fine here. It's like, all right. Okay. Okay, <laughs> ma'am. I'm pretty sure that could have been accomplished without calling the cops yeah but i mean i guess it is weird that that guy followed him home and all that shit but anyway just some weird shit man just move on 
I have no the idea. I, I, there and he was just gone. If you guys come over for the Fourth of July, we'll probably get the full story. Because mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him since, but I mean, we could talk about that on the pod. But for sure, yeah. So I I did kind of figure out that I'm probably not going to have a full blown party on the Fourth of July. So just guys, let you know, like if I do have a party, it's going to be a very 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 small party. That's probably, cool, man. You know, only the creme de la creme are, are invited. Yeah. I assume. So. Only the real players. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, the real, we're the real players, right? We're, yeah, man, you guys are invited. Okay. okay, cool. Yeah, only the creme de la creme. Assuming you guys want to come over. <laughs> yeah, I like food. I like 4th of July. Yeah. So you guys are invited Father's to my house. This Sunday. Father's Day is this that. Sunday. Like, did you guys uh, talk to your... Your father's at all? Not yet. Not yet. He texted me randomly the other day. Um, so I assume that was to remind me that it's Father's Day on Sunday. So I'll hit him up. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> I just got shit. a text from my sister probably about an hour ago. And she was telling me about, it's like, hey, I don't know if you already uh, told him or not, but mom and dad's anniversary was this week. Give him a call if you haven't yet. Love you. It was like, Bitch, get the fuck off my back. <laughs> like, get the fuck why out is, of here. Why does a kid need to let you no, know and celebrate your anniversary? No, not or my like anniversary. It's my, it's my parents' anniversary. Yeah, your parents' anniversary. Like, why is that even a thing? Like, that's... Eric, do you do you expect your kids to, like, do something for your and Emily's anniversary? I don't. It came and passed like, i didn't get, i didn't even get a they didn't even shake my hand on that day and that's fine <laughs> that's kind of like your guys's thing you know like yeah i don't understand i get the same thing too though john man like uh like if it's the anniversary like my mom will be like hey like kind of fishing for it and like i don't i thought that was like kind of your thing yeah <laughs> that's kind of your holiday i don't even how about you, know you ask your husband in this equation? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, happy anniversary, you know. Right, like, good on you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks well, for making me live, but <laughs> like, a- don't you guys go out to dinner and do stuff? <laughs> yeah. Kind of tough in these times. It was a weird anniversary this year. Ours was on May 25th. Uh, I bought a tarp. Uh, that would simulate the the view of Paris. It's actually hanging in the garage right now, like a big six foot one to put like out. The plan was to eat on the deck and then I would stick the the tarp against the window. So it'd be like, we're eating in Paris or something mm-hmm. like that. But it ended up raining. So we had to eat inside. Oh, but I still uh... made yeah. So then I just made a dinner. Uh, I bought her some AirPods, nice card. Cool. Weird. Uh, a little more inexpensive this year, which is nice, like because we're stuck in the house. But you know, yeah, weird having to to alter things and like, look, yeah, it was my fortieth birthday this year, and we didn't just kind of hung out at the house and. Well, yeah, it's it's crazy, man, because like everyone's anniversaries or birthdays are coming around. It's like you almost kind of forget about it, you know. That was a very nice gesture on you, Eric. Oh, thank you. Which comes as a 
say like Seattle's has some pretty shitty like summer weather these days. Oh, we just lost John. Like it's been raining like nonstop since fucking April. It has. I've been hoping to do yard work today. It's looking a little treacherous out there right now. No, it's that. bad. Like I, I got up super early. I was like, I need to get some yard work done. So I got up super early. I was working in the rain. I was like, but I yeah. need to get it done. Like I cannot wait for a nice weekend anymore. For sure. You know, like the nice weekend is not going to come to me. I got to go to it and I just got to fucking get it done. That's what I did two weeks ago. I think I got up super early to try to beat the rain. Cause it was like supposed to rain any minute. Like mm-hmm. towards the end, yeah. I was finishing up in the rain. Yeah, sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how my my day ended. I don't know if we lost John for good or what. Oh, I don't know. Oh man, I don't see him anymore. Nope. Barrick, I'm I'm good to pod uh, tonight if you want, or tomorrow if you want. Yeah, I'm good either time too. I like these things. Maybe uh, tomorrow for let's do it for father a Father's Day episode for this, me. That that is only if uh, time allows. You know, I don't want to push things too much. Uh, we probably could do tonight. Uh, yard work should only take me a couple hours. I think it's supposed to start raining. Fuck, what does my time say here? We're about almost two thirty. Oh, nice. Eight, six, seven, five, three. Rain is predicted here now in about three hours. I figure mm-hmm. I can do the lawn in about three hours, probably. Oh, you still have to do your work today? Yeah. I, 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 I was going to do it this morning, but then I woke up late. And then I saw your guys' texture ready. So I pretty much just made myself an egg burrito, ate it, and then came down here and started potting. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I've been thinking about this pot a lot lately, man. Like we do have some good shit going on. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I like it. Oh, his he just texted me his internet died. Oh, you oh, probably yeah. got the same text. Yep. So I guess we could wrap up for right now. Yeah, we could do that. I'll get my yard work going. We can talk more about the where do you see the future of this podcast going, John Man? I see the future of this podcast going where everyone else wants wants to take it, man. Like Honestly, mm-hmm. I like podcasting like a lot. And I could do it every day if I could. I would too. I know like a lot of people out there, just from the pods I go to, it seems to like revolve around a certain theme. I think having no theme for ours is our theme. Yeah. And I think I perfectly fine the way we're doing well, it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think if we just base it around like a subject, like, you know, like if Mary's on the pod, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about hair and stuff like that or, yeah. Um. About it, at least about what's going on in the world. We we do have a little bit of theme, but it also has no theme at all. So we have a. It's like jazz, baby. Wherever yeah. it goes, it goes. It's like sweet exactly, jazz, exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> I think if we just follow that theme, it'll be good, man. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll I think if we right. just do it consistently, you know, which we do mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, we could probably be doing it more. God knows there's plenty of things to talk about in this world now. There's too much shit to talk yeah. about. And I think that's sometimes <laughs> the problem, man. It's like, what what the fuck do we yeah, talk about? Man. There's so much to talk about, man. Like, we haven't talked to, talked about WWE in fucking For ages. Sure. And there's lots of shit to talk about there. And if our listeners want to chime in, that was so nice about doing the live shows, too, is that uh, 
the listeners got involved and we could like branch off on different things depending on what people were talking about there too yeah. like yeah it helped things move along a little bit better well i could that, uh, i could get us going on a live stream the only problem is it takes a lot of bandwidth and so you guys yeah. would have to be on the live stream while talking to me and you guys would have to make sure to there's just some workarounds and this just works just fine for right now for sure i think we're good for right now you know we'll probably be like probably be delays if we tried it out maybe we could try it out in the future yeah. sometime i mean for right now i think just mary and i doing the live stream for right now until you guys it, like live stream is the studio thing you know what i mean yeah i i think even when we come back into the studio and start doing that regularly we can still reserve uh doing this every now and again as bonus episodes oh yeah absolutely man like i totally agree man like i think if we do at least one live stream a week and then we'll we'll do a pre-recorded episode you know maybe a week yeah. you know or if we can't do a live stream at least we could do a, a pre-recorded i do want to get john yeah. a better a better setup mm -hmm. so i'll probably buy him some stuff don't tell mary well, I'll probably like because you're using my stuff and it's it, it's working pretty good, right? For sure. Well, the camera I'm using is the one that's just on my laptop. Well, I'm just talking about but, audio. Uh, yeah, the mic <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, this is yours right here, baby. Yeah. So I'm just talking about audio. So I'll probably like try to hook up, hook John up with some audio stuff. That way we can still do this from afar. Because like, I want to be able to do this to where like even if we can't get together in the studio, we could do it how we're doing it now mm -hmm. Ooh, it's a chilling breeze coming in which man like storm, i storm i am ready for you guys to get back in the studio man for sure i'm ready for some mac and jacks I'll tell you that much i'm ready for fresh, fresh dude like i want to do like a four hour episode a four hour fucking live stream it'll be legit baby yeah maybe the first time you should just uber here that way you don't have to drive home think that's probably safe i don't know probably shouldn't come with the new car for a four-hour podcast no of Mac and, yeah. and, then, and then after that and then after that we <laughs> we go back to our normal drinking schedule sounds good to me are you cool if we clip this off right now i really have to use the bathroom yeah dude let's clip it off uh, are we thinking about tomorrow <laughs> or tonight um let me get back to you on tonight i probably i would like to do tonight if uh, you guys are down i i'm Maybe. good i mean even if it's just you and i but you let me know all right, man. Sounds good. All right, cool. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. We'll do some random questions next episode. Try to get back in the format. Yep. Uh, as always. Thanks for listening, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Hit us up with anything you want us to talk about. Um, fucking send us in the right direction. Are we talking about politics too much? Would you rather us talk more about wrestling? Ooh, I do have a shoot on wrestling, too. We'll save that for the next one. Is Eric a Trumper? I don't know. We'll find out, out find on, out on the, next the next episode. Love you guys. Of the John Sandwich Show. Peace. Later.